episode 390 of the PlayStation Nation podcast with you as always, Josh Langford in New Jersey. Hello. And I'm Glenn. I have a job again. Hooray me. I have money. Well, I will. I have a job. Says you. Well, that's true. I signed all the paperwork, so I'm official. They still have to do the background check, so. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Uh, this week, new releases, a bunch of news items, what we're playing and watching, a big Extra Life update, because uh, we're only like a month away. Oh my god! Uh, Josh's review of NHL 15 for the PS3, which should be pretty interesting. We've talked about this a little bit already. Uh, PayPals, and uh, some emails and stuff. I can't talk about the biggest thing that I've been playing, so I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I'm sure we'll figure out something. All right, Josh. I don't know. All right. Uh, so, for new releases. And I think these are accurate. <laughs> no, no let, me, let me tell you something. So, I went. I, I worked my way up from the bottom. So, I started at PS Vita, went to PS3 and on Amazon. And for mm-hmm. PS3, when I went to the actual PS3 section, it told me that Skylanders Trap something or other was coming out next week. So, I had it on the list. Then when I went to PS4, it listed it there as well, and then it lists all the consoles underneath it, and in that spot, it told me it was the week after. So, But, okay, well... It told me like October 7th or something. Here's a tip. Okay. You don't have to go into the individual consoles. Huh. Oh, that's you what I'm doing wrong. just go to video then. games. Okay. <laughs> you just go to video games, and you scroll down, and below all their big ads... Yeah. It says video game release dates, really big, and then it has every single week in there. See, this is why on more. you do new releases. Yes. Because I mess it up every week. So that's actually what I'm looking at right now. So wait a second. Next week, wait, today is... Next week is the ooh, 29th. Oh, 30th. Thir- yeah, 30th, I'm sorry. For them. September 30th. Yeah, so, so September 30th. I see. Uh, oh, yeah, well... Oh, so yeah, I do see the Skylanders thing, but it all says below it available for pre-order. This will be released on October 5th. There you go. So it is there, but if you look at the date, yeah, it does say October 5th. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if we're wrong for whatever reason, it's Amazon's fault. And Josh. So wait a second. Did you get this one? Maybe not because you I did didn't do the thing one. you do. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, so all right, we're 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 gonna be doing this on the fly here. All right. All right. On the fly. So let's see what we got. Uh for PS4, we have Natural Doctrine mm-hmm. for fifty nine ninety six. Yeah, I think they're trying to price oh. match Walmart all the time now. Ninety nine, yeah. Fifty nine ninety nine. Uh so what is that actually? Natural Doctrine is a game and we have it for review. Um I believe it's an old school Japanese-based turn-based strategy game. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, that sounds interesting. <clears throat> here, let me read you what it says. This is from NIS America. Uh, developed as a... Oh, I need my glasses for this. This is some big Japanese <laughs> words. Where's my, I got new reading glasses. Yeah. Uh, developed as Kadokawa Game Studios' inaugural title... Natural Doctrine is a challenging strategy game that features cross-play, cross-save, and stunning visuals. 
master tacticians and strategists, be ready as this title will truly test your ability to conquer the evils that lurk in the sprawling networks of mines and ruins in the areas surrounding the fortress city of Festa. Now, here's an even funnier thing. So we get the review copy, and mm-hmm. Jason and Andy and a couple other people are kind of discussing it. And what's known about this game is the fact that it's balls hard. So hard, in fact, that apparently I think they they said they released a patch in Japan to make it easier. <laughs> so we don't know what we're getting here in the U.S. Wow. Yeah. Well, I see dual voices, Japanese and English voices, along with English text, mm-hmm. which I like. Yeah. Uh, so, well, it's not cross buy. Um, no, just cross save. But as you hinted, it is available on all three PlayStation platforms. PS3 and Vita will be thirty nine ninety nine each. Yeah. So you get a little bit of well, a discount there. And interesting, though, because it's cross-play. And I'm wondering how, how that's done. If it does it like the chess game where you message back and forth or what. But it does say cross-play. Possibly. Yeah, we don't have uh, any other info for it right now, so I don't know. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then we have also coming for PS4 is Shadow Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Mordor for fifty nine ninety nine. And this one uh, is getting a lot of, or I wouldn't say a lot of exposure, but some news this week because um, there's a, w- a website called Rock Paper Shotgun, and apparently they were just flipping the F out because they were told they wouldn't get a review copy until the day the game came out. Which made me laugh because I'm like, doesn't that happen all the time? Yeah. <laughs> but apparently not for Rock, Paper, Shotgun, damn it. Well. Yeah. There was this big to-do on, they, I think they posted a full story about it. Like, how <laughs> dare Warner Brothers not send us the game early? Welcome to the club. Yeah. I, I mean, some... This game's been kind of a weird one anyway. I mean, I always thought it looked good, but then there were all those allegations and everything that they were pretty much stealing code directly from Assassin's Creed. And uh, because it has a lot of Assassin's Creed-ish looks and and gameplay elements and that sort of thing. Um, Hmm. So there was that going around. And then um, there was, I don't know, there were just always little tidbits here and there about it. I think it looks cool, but it does look like kind of Assassin's Creed plus the... Ar- the, the Arkham games with uh, you know the whole uh, detective mode because you can you can kind of go down and you know listen for your enemies and all that stuff. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, a lot of times when sites don't get a game until uh, the day it comes out, they usually think it's going to suck. Well, yeah. Sadly, that is usually the reason why. But well, it depends on the publisher. The I mean, we yeah. like if we get stuff from Activision, it's usually two days after the game comes out. Yeah. If we get it at all, we never got Destiny, which I well, that's why I'm saying usually. Yeah. 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 I mean, you just if they're if they're holding an embargo right to the date that it launches, or they're not giving it to you to review until the date that it launches. Mm-hmm. There's usually something fishy well, going on. Not always. The, the not Drive always. Club embargo lifts the morning it comes out. Yeah, and there's a reason yeah, why. Yeah, they explained it. And it makes sense. It does. But 
But, you know, that's not always the case. I mean, remember when NHL 15 for the PS4 was coming and we're like, well, that's weird. Why would they do an embargo? I mean, it's NHL. What could it be? And we figured out why they were doing the embargo. But they did get it to us over a week early. They did. They did. Um, But there's... There was a very clear yeah, reason yeah. why they were holding off on that because yeah. they weren't telling anybody a lot of that stuff that was going on. Have you looked at any other reviews for that on PS4? I, I forgot to look. Uh, I did. Kind of, and s- actually, yeah, they're they're right around my score. I was going to say, are they kind of in the same line? And yeah, because I was when I when I hit that score in my head, I'm like, I mean, this is what it is, and I I I thought. Am I being too harsh on this? Is it just me? Am I maybe I'm too harsh on it? And then I looked and everybody was just as harsh on it. And for the same reason. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just it's a game that was not ready. Uh it had to be out contractually by a certain date. Yeah. And it was a game that was not complete when yeah. they launched it. So <laughs> I was I was uh, every now and then just to like waste time. If I have like fifteen or twenty minutes between something, I'll put on live with PlayStation and just watch somebody stream something. Just because it's interesting to me to see what people do and how many followers people have, that sort of thing. And I saw there was an NHL one on there. I'm like, oh, I'll watch somebody play NHL 15 for a while. And it was like, it was a high school kid. I fi- I figured out, and I think he was trying not to wake his parents up because mm-hmm. the whole time he was just like, hey. Um, I'm not taking friends right now. I, uh, and he just kept whispering the whole time. And he's like, oh, fuck, dude. Get it in the goal. Oh. <laughs> like When anybody else would be yelling at the TV, he was like, oh, dude, no. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <clears throat> but everybody in the chat was all serious. Oh, yeah. I didn't put that on there because that's not a game. Well, that counts. All right. All right. So he's he's looking at what I'm typing. Yeah. Across the internet. Uh, so, well, the one below, well, the one right above it, you didn't put either. Uh, which oh, I didn't see I it. Can't for, believe they it's, didn't, I didn't see it for PS4 on there. I can't believe it's finally coming. Yeah, I, we, I got to find was, out if we're going to get this review. This was one I've, I've been waiting for since the last game that came out years ago. Yeah. Uh, which I did a I did a review on the podcast. I never got the written review. Oh. <gasps> See, I, I can judge you now because I finally wrote my BF4 review. Well, maybe I will finally write the, the review for this. No, you won't. I actually, <laughs> I thought about it because I knew this was coming like within the next month or so. And I thought maybe I should get that review written up and just put it up. And then I thought, well, maybe that'll confuse people because they'll think that's the yeah. new game. <laughs> yeah. So. Now, I yeah. saw this at GDC. And it looked pretty cool. It's supposed to be, it's, from what I've heard, what I've seen that they've been writing here and there, um, it looks like they, they took a lot of the complaints and a lot of the issues with the first one yeah. and have worked on it and made this a much, much better game. You know, the people I mean, are the yelling at their speakers good. right now saying, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> crimes and punishments. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So what was the first one called? Do you remember? <sighs> wait, wait, mm. wait for it. Uh-huh. Wait for it. Uh-huh. Wait for it. You're looking it up, aren't you? You're Googling it. No, I'm not, actually. Oh. I'm scrolling through my uh, game list. Oh, God. 
trying to find, of course, but it doesn't start with Sherlock. Yeah, it Holmes. doesn't start with Sherlock Holmes. That's after so. The hang on, let me. Contains Sherlock, <laughs> and it's going to come up. No shit. Uh, uh, the Testament of Sherlock Holmes. Uh, That's yes. right. That's right because it was set. You know, some kids, creepy kids, are playing in a creepy attic, and this this letter falls out the back of a doll or something. And that's how it all starts. Okay. And that's the Testament of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, no, I, uh, they went through the entire first, um, like mystery or whatever, or, you know, uh, the first crime and went all the way through to conclusion when I was there. It was, it was really interesting. Interface looked yeah. pretty good. Uh, visuals are really nice. They're using unreal engine now. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a neat game. Well, that was the thing. The first one was actually a, a pretty good game. Uh, was it, wasn't it just kind of a technical mess, though? A little bit. It it had some issues, and I'm, I'm one of the one of the biggest issues I had with it, from what I remember. I mean, this came out in 2012. Wow, so long ago. Um, so what I remember, m- one of my problems with it was that. Uh, you couldn't really fail in finding clues and stuff. Like you had to find every single thing before you could move on. Ah, okay. Or, or it was, it was either that, or it was one of those where, and this is the problem with games like this. You kind of move your cursor all around and you're going to, and things were highlighted for you to touch upon. So like it made it a little too obvious and a little too easy to, to find everything. Sure. Uh, at least that's my recollection of it. I'd have to go back and listen to the to the review or look at my notes. Um, but now, it was a good game. I, I liked it. Now, do you want me to request this for the Xbox One or the PS4? Uh, don't make me smack you. <laughs> no, you know why? Because they'll probably say it needs Connect or it uses Connect better uh, with Connect. I doubt it. I don't have Connect. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. Too bad you can't use the old connector with the Xbox One. I'm finding those everywhere for like 25 bucks. Yeah. They're everywhere. Well, that's how I got mine. Yeah. And you'll never use it. I've used it. <laughs> Just plugging actually. it in to make sure it works it doesn't count as using it. No, I actually used it. Okay. Um, well, you'll have to get the, okay. the one for the Xbox One soon because I think the new Gears of War, they announced that it, it will be Connect enabled. Mm. Can't wait for that. Weren't you, weren't you bringing yours because you're never using it? I do use it. Oh, now you do use it? No, I use it when I live stream. I use it for the camera. Uh, I told you that. And also, it's, it's funny to have when I do a stream because I'll say some random word that sounds like... Oh, I, I, I got to cover the microphone so it doesn't hear me. It sounds like Xbox. Um and it'll like pop up the menu or like, what the, f- what happened? Because I said the word sucks. It actually popped up. Like it was, I was trying to talk to it. So it's fun. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, initially, and I don't know if you said it on the podcast, somebody will have to send in an email and let us know. But oh, you might. did say initially, well, I'm never going to use that thing again. So I'll just bring it to you. Eh, maybe I still will. <laughs> Well, because I've been streaming it through the Elgato lately because um, the Twitch app on the Xbox One likes to crash a lot. Um, Mm. And when I do the Elgato, I don't use it. Although, I've actually had to have it a couple times because, you know, how I talked about last week where 
when I get those those new preview updates and everything and my system doesn't want to turn on, that's been the only yeah. way I've been able to turn it on lately. Like See, when it freezes up like that. And that's why I'm afraid to actually do that preview thing. It like might you, just be I mine. Got, well, I got the thing from you and somebody else sent me a message and said, hey, do you still need it? Because I can send you the, the invite and all. And but, but Josh, I don't hear about anybody else having these problems. I, I have a feeling it's probably just me because I'm cursed. Uh, because it's you and it's like, hey, we know this guy and what he thinks about Xbox. So. Well, I think that's probably how I got in the preview thing in the first place is Mr. Rubenstein probably put me on the list because I never asked yeah. anybody to. Yeah. All of a sudden it was just there. Like, literally, I, I just went into my messages one day and I was like, you're in the preview program. I'm like, the what? <laughs> At first I thought it was one of those things where that made my Xbox one a, a debug. I'm like, whoa, what? But it wasn't that. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, on to continuing new releases. Oh, we're still on that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we still haven't gotten out of the PS4. Oh, all right. The last thing for the PS4 is not, I repeat, not a game. Uh-huh. It is the PlayStation 4 DualShock 4 wireless controller. Is that, is that cross-save? Is, oh, it's not a game. Uh, I don't remember. Did they? I don't remember seeing them announce this. Did they um, announce this? I mean, I saw blue, I saw red, I saw white, and that was it. Yeah, they didn't have it at E3 at all. Because remember, they didn't even show the red one at E3 at the main booth. We only saw the red one up in um, uh, the SCEE room. But I never saw yeah. an urban camouflage, no. And it looks cool. It looks really cool. Uh, I like it. But I'll, I won't get it because I already have seven DualShock 4s. Of course. Well, <laughs> I know. Oh, wait. Is it seven now? No, it's six, I think. So, I just, I, this, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't like this one. Hmm. You'll still and buy it, I, though, eventually. And I, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm definitely not going to buy that one. <laughs> if I buy any, I might get the white. Maybe. That white one is sweet. Um... But I don't really, I'm not really liking the blue color for the blue one, mm. at least in pictures. It looks. I liked too it when much we like saw it at E3. I thought it looked good. It, it's yeah. almost the same exact blue that um, that blue DualShock 3 I have. It, but this looks too much like a toy now with the blue and the black and. Oh, yeah. And then the colors on the buttons, you know, the triangle, circle, cross, and mm. square and all. It just I like the red one. You'll see the red one when I bring it next month. Yeah. I, I like the red one. I, I, it's funny. I've actually been using the red one, like, nonstop. I keep charging it and not uh, switching over to a different controller. Yeah, the red one actually looks decent, I think. Um, it's key. Like, the red and the white, I could see. But the, the blue, meh. Yeah. And I really, I'm not, I'm not big on this uh urban camouflage write this down folks september 23rd yep go ahead i won't buy it (laughs) i won't one year i will not yeah all right up next okay up next there's more stuff you missed (laughs) no we'll see uh up next is for the ps3 we have a new game, something we haven't talked about here. Say what? It is Falling Skies, the game. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be awesome. Which, yeah, isn't that a TV show? It's a TV show on TNT with Noah Wiley, uh, where aliens invade. 
and they play rebels that fight against the aliens. But now there's like a third faction, so they're teaming up with some of the aliens, and it sounds a lot like V, pretty much, except more more aliens than than were in the fifth column. Hmm. Yeah. Well, until it turned into fifth column, it was uh, Red Dawn with aliens. Kinda, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, I've watched a few episodes. It just didn't really do anything for me, which is weird because I usually like I'm a big V fan and and you know that sort of thing. But I don't know why. I just and I like Noah Wiley too. That's the weird thing. But I couldn't get into the show. Mm, yeah, I, I'm a big V fan too, but that remake was really bad it had potential it was really bad yeah though. it like mark singer was uh, i was hoping they'd get Faye grant back on but yeah, yeah. it it it, it yeah. went it went a little bit too much <laughs> with the digital backgrounds number one I mean, we, well, we had this discussion yeah. when it was on yes the digital stuff was terrible yeah. and then and the and the, the, digital, the lady's son. Oh my god! I wanted to kill that kid myself. Yeah. And then the digital uh, when uh, she started becoming her lizard mouth and oh, she would yeah. eat or kill people or something. That mouth looks so absurdly yeah. bad <laughs> digitally. It was just horrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad when the uh, rubber appliances from the late '80s look better. Yeah. 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 So okay. So Falling Skies, the game, which uh, I'm sure it'll be, be so amazing, good. and we won't hear anything about it from any PR firm. And uh, yeah, uh, we also have a to do Crimes and Punishments Sherlock Holmes nice. for forty nine ninety nine. So ten bucks less on the PS3. But if you have the choice, obviously go PS4 because obviously not just because of the the regular obvious stuff, but. It's Unreal Engine, and Unreal Engine never really worked great on the PS3, so go PS4 if you can. Yeah. Um, then we have... You know how many comments I get every week about, who's typing in the background all the time? That would be me, because I'm trying to fix everything here. <laughs> well, if you do it the first time instead of making me do well, it... I'm going to be doing other typing, because unfortunately I have to edit a FIFA 15 review while we're doing all this. So, <laughs> eh, But it's Raj. I trust him. There won't be well, too much. Yeah, well, I, I already had to fix a bunch of stuff just what? skimming through it. Yeah, so. I think Raj was tired. Poor guy. Uh, this just, it happens with everybody. I know. Like, nobody is immune to it, so. Except maybe Emra. Yeah. Well, I and, said it. And, and nobody Emra. checks Josh's stuff when he puts it up. Just saying. Yeah, well. You got busted in your last one, too. Where? Uh, Somebody... Somebody tweeted like one of your sentences had a, a couple of errors, like when one sentence. So I went in and fixed it. You're welcome. Well, could you tell me about it? I, nah, it was nothing big. Don't worry about it. I'll go back and look. I, uh, I don't even remember so, which one it was. Uh, <laughs> n- well, I can see. You uh, see, Josh, I'm like the internet. Very small uh, bites, just you know, boom, 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 done, boom, done, boom. Right. I don't really think. Okay. About Natural that. Doctrine is also coming for the PS3, thirty nine ninety nine. We spoke about that. Yes. And Persona Four Arena Ultimax. Yes. For fifty nine ninety nine. Which Andy has for review? Thank God, because I was going to do it, and 
I was afraid of it because I have the first one that we never did a review for, and the reason why, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Uh, because it's it's a cool concept. It's it's a fighting game from the people that do Blaze Blue. Um, it's a gorgeous game, but this one, unlike Blaze Blue, actually has like this really in depth story, and you know it's a persona based story. So you know I got it. I was gonna send it to Andy the next day, and I oh, I'll pop it in and try it out. So I did the story, and like for the first mm, forty minutes, didn't even play anything. It was just dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. Like what the fuck. But then you look, and all the Persona fans just love this these games. So I didn't want to judge it incorrectly. So when Andy stepped up, I was just very, very happy because I want to make sure it gets to the right audience. But the fighting was good. Uh, they added this whole new shadow system now. So pretty complex. Anyway. Right. <laughs> I don't even know if I can say anything, but I said very little anyway because it was really based on the first one. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then for the Vita, Natural Doctrine, mm-hmm. 39 Heard of that before. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. That's it. All right. That's your new releases. Yeah, it only took us like 25 minutes to get through that. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, news. So first up, this came out of nowhere. Uh, a new baseball game is coming to PlayStation. Now, this isn't anything MLB, uh, there's no licenses, nothing else. Uh, it's called Super Mega Baseball, coming from Metalhead Software, very soon to PlayStation. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a downloadable title coming to PS3 and PS4. Um, and they've already been asked about a PS Vita version and replied with, it's in the works, we're very a small studio, so a new platform takes a while. So they do want to do it for that too. Uh, but it looks cool. we got a trailer up on the website. Uh, you can do two to four player couch co-op. Uh, it, it looks kind of like, um, uh, like the big head baseball, uh, can't think of the name right now. Um, power pros, it looks kind of like power pros where, you know, you got the big heads and everything else. Um, but they, it, it's kind of cool. Like if you do the read up on it, it seems like they've got really deep stats. Uh, it's, it's, uh, very responsive, very playable, uh, and like, Full batting, full pitching stats. Uh, there's actually like physics and simulation stuff in it. So it's it's interesting. And I have one of the developers on Skype. We just haven't been able to hook up yet, but we're going to try to get an interview on the podcast for this one because this looks really cool. Uh, full leveling system. So they've got, you know, like XP and everything else you can get, or they call it star points. Ooh. <laughs> you get star points for hits, star strikeouts. Points. I got a new star point. Uh, and you can customize your team. I think you can customize the players individually, that sort of thing. So, uh, man, I saw it. I was like, whoa, we got to find out about this. So uh, I am trying to contact these guys and set up a time. Maybe I'd have them on the podcast some week. So looks really cool. Josh probably hadn't even heard of this yet. Yeah, I had. Okay, good. I had. No, I said good. I had. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? you care? Uh, I... <sighs> I don't know. I mean, it's another baseball game, which is cool. Um, I'm trying to remember. There was something weird about, was it the characters themselves? Maybe it was on the, maybe I saw the, the trailer for it on the Xbox one because it looked like avatars were running around the bases or does it look like that on all of them? Mm, Let me look at the trailer and I'll say, (laughs) 
sounds really far up. I wouldn't say they look like the Xbox Drivatars. Uh, yeah, it's the Drivatars from Forza. The Drivatars, yeah. No, I mean, it, they've got the bigger heads, but they, you know, their torsos are kind of bigger and really small legs, that sort of thing. So I don't really, I don't think they ever had like, like, <laughs> if you if you, uh, if you look at my avatar on, uh, is that what they're calling on Xbox? Avatars? They're still, the yeah, animated? Okay. avatars. Yep. If you look at mine, he's got like this douchey hat and a monocle and like this ridiculous outfit. I don't see anything like that on here. They're all wearing baseball clothes. Oh, no. All right. Wait, I'm watching the trailer again. I know what it was that bothered me about it. Okay. <laughs> when you're watching the trailer, yeah. uh, right in the middle of it, there's this shot to deep left field. Uh-huh. And the guy goes back to the fence and jumps like 15 feet straight up in the air and catches it. And right over top of it, it says realistic baseball simulation. (laughs) And I was like, are they kidding here or what? What? He's just got mad ups. (laughs) Okay. That's why he can jump 15 feet straight up in the air against the wall. Sure. Okay. Just checking. He, He drinks Gatorade and it's got electrolytes and stuff. Yeah, it's it's a neat idea, but it looks like the like the dimensions look very compact. Well, uh, but I think that's the whole style of the game. I, I, the the thing I that know. excites me about this is, you know, I I really don't like the new RBI baseball very much, but I'll still play it every now and then because it's a quicker game. I can just get in and play a couple games and be out if I just have a, yeah. a, a want a baseball fix. And I think this will scratch that edge even more than RBI. I, it just seems like, and it's also it, it looks like it's kind of on. The simpler side, you know, with especially with the the two to four player co op and a you know, couch co op, uh, it seems more like the Power Pros games where, and even like Hot Shots Golf, same thing where they look really simple and a lot of people can play them and you can play, you can play the games very well. But if you are kind of into the deeper stuff, the games have that kind of in the background, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, um, I, I like the I like the. Uh, stadiums and all yeah, it looks yeah. pretty cool you know they've they've got some kind of funky cool fantasy type stadiums yeah. which are which are fun in games like that but uh, i'm we'll have to see the gameplay and that's really what's going to matter oh definitely definitely yeah so i'm interested and in, we'll see i want to talk to him hopefully this week and uh like i said maybe set it up and have somebody on the podcast cool we just can't let that indie word out or nobody will listen Oh, I know. <laughs> this is a full-fledged triple-A title. Yep. 800 <laughs> people working on it. Yes. One for every player in the in the MLB, including some of the minor league teams. Yes. Yes. So when it comes out and you and you get it, you go, "Wait, this was a triple-A title? They did what they have, what? <laughs> 60 million dollar budget on this?" Really? But it's real physics, at least. Oh, look, there he goes, jumping 15 feet up in the air. Maybe he has a trampoline. <laughs> maybe he of course, has... because those are in baseball. Maybe games. he has Inspector Gadget's spring shoes. No, of course. You don't know. Science. Maybe he's one of the Incredibles. Maybe. They kind of look Which like Which is why he's got the big giant torso and the little tiny legs. See? You never know. <gasps> it's Mr. Incredible populating the entire game. Just make sure you remember one important thing. No capes. I just blew the lid off this thing. <laughs> okay, deep throat. 
They were trying to keep that under wraps until it came closer to launch. Yep. I just blew the lid off this wow. thing. Wow. Hard oh. hitting here on PS Nation. All right. Speaking of launch. Huh? What? Oh. Uh, Bloodborne has a release date. Yay. Yay. Uh, so it will be arriving February 5th in Japan and February 6th in North America and, and Europe. Europe and Europe. Same day. Yeah. How about okay. that? For one time, we don't have to hear the Europeans bitching about having to wait a day. <laughs> Oi, why don't we get Bloodborne on the same day as everyone else? Just saying. That wasn't me. That was Glenn. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah. What are you All do? right. <laughs> Is it St. Swithin's Day already? It is, replied Helga. <laughs> Oi. Right. Um, so the other big deal is the collector's edition will be coming for seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah. With wow, really? For twenty bucks more? Oh my gosh. Well no, uh, no, no. There's a there's a collector's edition and then there's a premium edition. But MJC didn't list like the details for both. He just kind of Swept across them. Wait. All right. So, what, well, what I'm reading here from MJC is it will arrive with a collector's edition for seventy nine ninety nine, yeah. and this premium edition will come with the game in a steelbook case, an art book, and the soundtrack. Oh, wait. Yeah, I think he just worded that kind of poorly. Yes. Okay, so here I have the PR right in front of me. Okay. Bloodborne Collector's Edition, available uh, February 6th, 2015, includes premium steel... That's where I was getting screwed up where it says premium in, in two spots here. Premium okay. steel book game case, premium art book, and digital soundtrack for $79.99. So there we go. And that's it. Yeah. So you're paying 20 bucks extra for an art book, which will be the size of a, a Blu-ray case. <laughs> And a soundtrack, which is digital, even. It's not even a physical disc. Right. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it's not. That's expensive for that in a steelbook case, yeah, which. That's not much of a. Yeah. Not much of a collector's item there. Wow. Yeah, not good. No. Uh, Although, but, the art in this game is pretty stupendous. Yeah, but you know, the soundtrack will be available on the PSN for like. Eight bucks. Or free. Like they did or with free. Infamous Second Son. Yeah. Just so, saying. I, uh, I mean, the art books are cool, but they're most of them are way too small. Yeah. The ones I get, I never even look through, honestly. They're, and, and even if they were that size, you know, they could be thicker. They're yeah. usually that size in about 10 or 12 pages. <laughs> <laughs> It's even just, that, even that cool puppeteer one we have is pretty small, but it wasn't but the size of a Blu-ray box. It's bigger. Little no, bit. but but that's the crazy thing. You know, you you get this art book and you're like, oh, this gorgeous, gorgeous art artwork, and it's it's the size of a Blu-ray. <laughs> it's reading tiny. glasses to see it. Yeah, yeah. I, this artwork needs to be seen in a much larger format book. Yeah. Hey. Uh, 
you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Every well. video game publisher, except a couple. Well, wait until it gets even worse <laughs> where they want to go to all digital. So your art book is going to be digital too. And you can uh, only view it on the console. You know what? They've done that with a couple games. Yep. Which they had a digital art book or a digital comic or a digital something that came with it. Yep. Uh, uh, those are the worst. Yep. I agree. Totally agree. You know what you should do for seventy nine ninety nine to make it valuable? You give us the art book, the soundtrack, the steelbook case, and a digital version of the art book. Throw <laughs> no, that in on top of it. That would be a bad idea. Because then you can look at it on your iPad or your tablet in a much bigger format than the actual book itself. <laughs> and if you act now, you also get a George Foreman grill. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, you talking about you know what they need, blah, 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 kind of brought back uh, your kind of rant on uh, what bands need to do and you know offer a digital copy after <laughs> yeah. a show. And, and some do already. Yeah, we got like messages nonstop like, oh, Metallica already does that, and blah, 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 like all these bands do it. Yeah. But it'd be cool. I mean, it was funny when I, w- I was, went and saw the Reverend Horton Heat last week. And um, I was thinking about that the whole time. Like, fuck, I would love to have a like a recording of this because say they played a killer show. Yeah, yeah. I've been to a number of shows like that where I where I've walked out of there like oh, I want this. I want the audio of this to take home with me. I want it to listen to for months and years on end. Yeah, it was that show was really funny too because their opening act was this band called the Crank Daddies that are really good. Uh, kind of fast rockabilly as well, um, but their sound guy was terrible. We couldn't understand a word the guy was singing. Uh, but they're a great band. Uh, they're they're kind of up here. But then the middle act was this. It's it's because they're on the same label, I think. But it's this Irish folk band called the Tossers, and we're all like all the Horton Heat people are sitting around going, "What the." fuck is this <laughs> there were six or seven people on stage all from chicago <clears throat> doing these irish folk songs and i'm like yeah it's not that the songs are bad or anything but why are they at this show i mean that's like linda ronstadt opening up for guns and roses <laughs> it just didn't make any sense so but it was funny because people actually came to the show just to see that band and they all left when the horton or when the rev came out so oh what a weird night at the rave in milwaukee and you would love the rave, by the way. I think we talked about that already, though. It was kind of a simpler version of that Manhattan Center that we went to last year. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty neat. But I was thinking the whole time, like, God, I should have brought my little mini recorder and just plugged it into the sound, into the into the mixer, and just gotten a recording of it. Yeah, just plug in. Anyway, all right. Up next, uh, the internet. Was not only a buzz, but pretty much melting down when the, when the news came out that uh, they have confirmed a Final Fantasy 15 demo for 2015. Uh, it looks like it's going to be packaged in with uh, Final Fantasy Type 0 HD on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, which release, releases on March 17th in North America and March 20th in Europe. Oh, the Europeans are going to get pissed again. There it is, three days later. Uh, the demo will feature elements from the beginning of Final Fantasy XV and is entitled Episode Duske? Duske? D-U-S-C-A-E. So there we go, a demo for Final Fantasy XV, folks. It's happening. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, we only saw a trailer for it with the dude standing outside a church on the PS3 like 10 years ago. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> and that dude in that church probably aren't even in this game. So that Type-0 HD, is that the one? Oh, God, we were talking about this the other night. Wasn't there like a Final Fantasy offshoot that never happened? It was supposed to happen and it didn't happen. I don't want to get into this because I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> I'm just going to stop. <laughs> I'm so confused by the Final Fantasy series. There's been so many different, like, offshoot. This is basically why I stopped reading Batman comics, because they got so spread out like this, like the Final Fantasy series. My box at the comic store would be like 40 bucks every week. And as a poor high school student, I can afford it. I mean, there's Final Fantasy everywhere. It's everywhere, I tell you. Everywhere. It's all over the place. What is it, like Billie Jean? She's not my lover. No, not that Billie Jean. Oh. The legend of Billie Jean. Oh. <laughs> With Pat Nebitar? Uh, that was... That, or that the, was Helen Slater in the movie, Pat Nebitar. Helen Pat Slater, Benatar. yeah. That, mm, the Helen one Slater. thing that just always drove me nuts about that was that commercial was playing nonstop. Yep. And it was that girl. Like the... They're playing it off like it's a, like a news report. Yeah. And at the end of it, the guy is like, where is Billie Jean? And this girl spins around. She goes, everywhere. <laughs> and I just, oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every time I heard that, I just shriveled up inside like, oh. Oh, that voice and that, oh. oh. I've never forgotten that. <laughs> Go look at the trailer. You'll see. Wow. You were really <laughs> taking us back now. <laughs> that was before Supergirl, wasn't it? Or was it after I thought it was before. I think it's before. It was young. She, oh, Helen Slater. Yeah, Helen, Helen Slater, Slater was on a skyward trajectory and then Supergirl. <laughs> yeah. I really liked her in, uh, actually, I think it's the last thing I saw her in was uh, For Love or Money with uh, Michael J. Fox. Wait, wasn't she in, uh, she was in The Chase. No, that was with, what with Charlie Sheen. Yeah. No, Wasn't that's that? uh, um, uh, Christy oh. Swanson. No, yeah, Christy Swanson. Mm. That's right. Christy Swanson back then was awesome too. The Chase was so much fun. The Chase was a great movie. Freaking uh, Henry Rollins is one cop. of the cops, and <laughs> heck yeah, <laughs> man who hates police more than anybody on the planet. That's the best part <laughs> of it, and, and he's just like Mister. You know, he's just so extreme the whole time because they got like the you yep. know the, the the film crew with him, like the TV show cops, and uh, yeah, oh man, no, that movie that is awesome. A, it really was a good movie. <laughs> oh, I, I've always loved that movie. Freaking Henry Rollins. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, now you got me thinking about Helen Slater and Christy Swanson from back then. Oh, uh, jeez. Uh, I've lost him, people. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Buffy the Vampire. Okay. Slater. Oh, come on. Well, this might bring you back. All PlayStation right. TV release dates have been set. Hooray! And, oh, man, I didn't even see that, what the dates were. I just saw that it was, the dates were set. Dude, oh like, gosh. soon. Yeah. So, I'm going to have one here for Extra Life, right? <laughs> well, I, I don't know if they'll ever send us one. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so. They never, they never even sent us a PS Vita for review. Why, they, why would they send us one of these? U.S. and Canada on October 14th. Awesome. And Europe 
on November 14th. Oh, why do we have to wait another month? This is bullshit, it is. <laughs> Again, that was Glenn. <laughs> I don't know when why, I do it, I don't know why I'm in a mood tonight. <laughs> when I do it, you'll say, "Wow, that was a perfect accent." Well, mine tonight is more of the <laughs> Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins, Cockney-ish. Uh, yes. yes, the good old Dick Van Dyke, uh, or a little bit of the Monty Python English accent. Oi, I think <laughs> can't even do it anymore. All right, uh, yeah, this is awesome. So. And, well, we already knew the prices, but uh, for North America, it'll be ninety nine ninety nine for just the PlayStation TV itself. Right. Or one thirty nine ninety nine for a bundle that includes an 8-gig memory card, a DualShock 3, and the Lego Movie video game. Yeah, the Vita version. Yes. Uh, oh, wow. And Walmart will have that bundle. Plus Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. Which means you're going to get it for both systems, too. Because it's cross-buy. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, there's the deal. Oh, my gosh. You know, we have a Walmart.com affiliate link. (laughs) We do. (laughs) Just saying. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. If you're thinking about getting this, that might... The bundle might be the way to go either way, because... You need the memory card. You can't just pop yeah, out your yeah. Vita memory card and stick it in this thing and then swap it back and forth. It doesn't work that way. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. Who told you that? Somebody in Japan has already confirmed it doesn't. That's interesting because I took the memory card out of my Japanese Vita, put it in my Vita TV, and it works fine. And were you able to put it right back in your Japanese Vita? I haven't tried lately, but I'm sure I could. I have to go up to my house soon anyway. I can grab it. Because somebody in Japan said, no, you absolutely have to have a different memory card. I just tell you what I did because I have all okay. those, all those PC engine games and everything on there and, and, uh, everything's still on that card. Oh. Um, they could be wrong. I could be wrong too. And yeah. So, uh, when I go up home, I'll, I'll grab my other Vita and bring it down. I'll try all it out. Right. Hopefully you can. It would make sense if you could, and it would be nice if you could. Well, you have to remember, though, they've updated the software a few times because now it works with a a DualShock 4 controller. Uh, They've had some more services, which obviously I can't use over here. Uh, I actually got this thing out the other day again because I have a Japanese one if if people are new to the show or whatever. I I bought one from Japan when it came out, and (laughs) it's been like this – it, Paperweight. I, it is because I, I want to use it so bad, and the and the best thing that works on it is some PlayStation One games and my my uh, PC Engine slash Turbo Graphics games. They work beautifully on it. But um, I did find out the Borderlands Two is supposed to work, so I have the card for that. I'm going to pop it in and try it out. Um, the problem is most of my video games I have digitally. Um, but the and, and that's been my. I was kind of ranting on Twitter the other day because <clears throat> there are games that don't really have any touch controls that don't work on the freaking thing. Uh, like Street Fighter X Tekken <laughs> and Virtual Tennis 4. They they don't work. Um, so one of the things that I was kind of happy about is the fact that they already released a full compatibility list of what's going to work on this thing. So the one thing you need to remember is if a game uses a lot of touch controls, don't expect it to work on the Vita TV. So Uncharted Gold and Abyss. Um, I would even say, uh, well, 
I'm surprised that Killzone works on it. So what they've done is they've actually mapped it so you can, I think you can hold, I want to say R2 or L2, and when you hold one of those two triggers, you can use the right stick, and that acts as your uh, touch controls. So it kind oh, of That's a cool idea. Yeah, and it mimics it, and it works pretty well. <clears throat> but there are games that are very touch-oriented, or like Tearaway, you know how it uses the camera and, and everything oh else gosh. on the system? Yeah. Tearaway will not work on the Vita TV, and it never There's will. There's no way that could work. No. So just bear that in mind. Um, and, and in the article that we have on the website, the, the link for the full uh, game list is on there. And, it, I mean, there are some really good games on here, Borderlands 2, like I said. Um, Castle Storm works, Cell Damage HD. Uh, I believe Kills on Mercenary works, which is really cool because I would love to play some Kills on Mercenary online on a big screen. I think that would be a blast because the, the, the multiplayer in Kills on Mercenary is excellent. Um, so check that out. They're showing, again, you have to remember, they say over 700 games are compatible. It's not just Vita games. It's PlayStation 1 games, you know, that sort of thing. So just keep that in mind. Uh, but if you're wondering about a specific game, go check out the uh, the list. It's already up there. They even show some demos that are, that work with it. PSP games that work, which is a really big list uh, because obviously those didn't have touch. So, uh, but but the other thing to remember about the the PlayStation TV that they didn't even list uh, on the article yet is expect this to have and and don't take this as as, as gospel right now, but. It's probably going to have a network, uh, a Netflix app. It's probably going to have a, a YouTube app. Pretty much the apps that are on the Vita now, this is probably going to have. And one of the cool things is it's almost like having you know, an Apple TV or a Chromecast or whatever else where you'll be able to watch Netflix on this thing and, and uh, you know, have it as that little tiny device that's hooked up to your TV. But you're also going to be able to get into the PlayStation ecosystem and also remote play. Yeah. So <clears throat> for 99 bucks. Because you already have a controller, you probably already have games. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably do. Uh, and it works with the DualShock 3 and the DualShock 4. Um, which, I will say also, use the DualShock 3 if you can, just because the buttons work out better. Um, I had a couple problems with the DualShock 4 when I couldn't hit select for a couple of games. So, just keep that in mind. But anyway... Um, you know, if you don't have a, if you have a PlayStation Four in the house and you want to be able to do remote play up in your bedroom and on another floor or whatever, you plug this thing in, get it going, you do remote play, and now you don't have to worry about watching on that little tiny screen. You have it on the bigger screen, and you have an actual PlayStation Station controller to use with it, and it works great. I mean, remote play works great over the Vita anyway. Um, I have my Vita TV or PlayStation TV now. Uh, I have it hardwired. I, you know, and. It works great. It's a really neat little device, and it's got so much damn potential. That's the whole thing about it. But it is. It's like a little mini PlayStation you plug in, and you can do all this other stuff with it for 99 bucks. It's crazy. And you know what's compatible? Corpse Party and Corpse Party Book of Shadows. <laughs> Sweet! <laughs> which were awesome. <clears throat> but, I mean, there's, I mean, you know, pretty much any... Uh, PSP game that worked on the Vita will work on here, and, and that's really awesome. Digital. Uh, digital, yeah. Make sure you, you remember no digital. No place to put your UMD. Although, uh, for Vita, it will work with game cards. Uh, there's a game card slot on the back. The uh, Or, no, it's on the side. I'm sorry. A lot of people were asking me about that when they saw pictures. There's a little rubber thing over the over the side of it, and you pop that off, and that's where you put the game card in. And then there's a memory card slot as well. Uh, and then it's got an Ethernet. It's got an HDMI, a power, and... I think, oh, and a USB. So you can... Uh, sync up your controller. 
So a really neat little package. It's very small. It's kind of it's smaller than like an iPhone, a regular iPhone. It's smaller than that, uh, but it is a little bit thicker than that. So think of like kind of almost like a pack of cigarettes if anybody knows what those are anymore. Yeah, right. Um, but I, I really like it. I, I think it's a great little device. And even in this little one-bedroom apartment, uh, I'm going to buy one because uh, I would love to play some of these games on a bigger screen. Plain and simple. Well, yeah, and that's kind of the cool potential of it, which I think is kind of neat that while they're not going to look as good on a big screen TV, it would be nice to be able to grab a DualShock and play some of these PSP games on a big screen. Yeah. Um, Uh, And if anybody wants, uh, I have a quick video up on our YouTube channel. It's an old one, but uh, there's a PS1. Is it a PS1 game or a PSP game? One of the two. Uh, PSP game, I think, that I played. Uh, because that's all I could get working at the time. Uh, but you can check out the interface a little bit. Uh, you do everything with the controller. It works really well. Uh, the other thing is the video output. Uh, you have a choice of either doing 720p, 1080i, or automatic. Uh, I would strongly suggest just doing 720p. Uh, I think it's going to look a little bit better than 1080i. Uh, I've, I've noticed that it looks better. So just put it to 720p. Your TV will automatically adjust to it, and it works really well. Tons of minis. Yeah, yeah, minis. And PlayStation Mobile, I think, still works on it, too. So uh, if there's any mobile stuff you have. It sucks because, you know, I can't test it out because it's region locked, so I can't put my U.S. account on this thing to try it out. So I've emailed uh, Sony to see if we can get get one, obviously, a little early and start messing around with it. Uh, But I do have the capability. It it does have HDCP uh, so that you will not be able to connect it to your Elgato or anything else. I have a way to record it though. So if we do get one early, I'll put, I'll put some videos up. I promise. But know that if you have a capture card, it won't work. Hmm. I think that's everything everybody needs to know. It does. It pains me so much not to be able to use it very much though. <laughs> Cause I don't want to buy a game from Japan. You know, it's, it's getting a card, you know, getting it converted from dollars to yen and then getting a card and putting it on there and hopefully hopefully I get a game that works and for a long time there really wasn't a good way to find out if a game worked or not uh they have like on the Japanese store obviously it's all in kanji and and I couldn't really read it too well but all the stuff you would see in the Vita thing were all like these really hardcore RPGs I'm like well I'm not going to buy those so yeah it's cool that this list is out now there was a Wikipedia list out there but I didn't really trust it because hmm. I don't trust Wikipedia I just don't. So oh, anyway, very exciting. You're lost. Uh, yeah. We'll definitely have one at Extra Life. I want to show it off. So we'll have one. I don't know if I'll bring it or we'll use yours or whatever, but somehow, some way, we'll have one at Extra Life. Cool. Yeah. All right. That it for news? Oh, my God. We got through news so fast. That is, yeah. <laughs> That's news. All right. So what have you been playing, mister? Uh, some stuff. Nothing. You know what? I just, I got an email for New York Comic Con, uh, hands on with Lego Batman 3. Ooh. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Warner every year. Last year it was, uh, Injustice on the Vita. This year it's this. Yeah. Who are you going to have with you now? Is it just. Keith, Keith. Emra is buying tickets. No, they're sold out. Buying tickets? He was going to buy them and he said they're sold out. Ugh. Yeah, good job, Emra. So it's Keith. 
Because yeah. I, I, well, you know, I ranted on Emerald last week and he emailed me and I'm like, well, let me see what I can do. And I emailed him and I just got a response back tonight and they said, it's way too late. Yeah. So, sorry, Emra. So, it's all on you, Keith. Yep. Be ready to work. Uh, which may work out better because if I do uh, go down to my brother's in-laws on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Typically, Keith is Poor working Thursday, Friday. Poor Keith. And I could go on Thursday, Friday, be there for those days. He could go on Saturday, Sunday, be there for those days. And True. we could kind of split it that way and True. cover everything, you know? Yeah, because I won't be there to be your lap boy this year. Yeah. Sitting upstairs well, for the entire day uploading a video. Which you could have just come to my house and uploaded five uh, minutes. Mr. We have, to, we have to leave, we have to leave. It's okay. I was uploading it at your house and you said, we got to go. Yeah, well, we did. And then we stood in line for how many hours? <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll change the subject when it's you. <laughs> That's. Uh... <laughs> All right. So, what have I been playing? <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got an email from Nintendo um, asking you to change sides. No, because I hit platinum status. Ah, yes. For, I guess, last year or even this year already, uh, whatever it is. But they said, if you hit platinum status between X and X, then uh, here are some codes for you for Super Smash Brothers 3DS oh, yeah. uh, for demo. Which is funny. You just got it like a week early. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what's even funnier is I I set it aside like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I looked at it again, I was like, oh, I have like two hours to redeem this. <laughs> well, then the that's probably when the demo came up for everybody at that point. Yeah. So yeah. I quickly tweeted them out. I said, here, here's some codes. And I put one in on mine and uh, I played it. Eh. I obviously don't understand how Super Smash Brothers scoring works. Oh, because whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't say that. Because... We got so many freaking messages. Well, <laughs> when you and I were late. seeing that last time, too late. Yeah. Because honestly, look, we've talked about this. Yeah. I, I didn't have a Nintendo until I got a Wii. Yeah. So I I didn't grow up on this. I don't know this. I you know I come from. We just never Sega got it on the sixty four. My friends and I never had it on sixty four. I I bought it on the Wii and I played it a couple times by myself, but even then I didn't understand what the hell was going on. Yeah. Uh, so it explains to you as you start the game. It explains this is what you do. Here's here's all the different moves you can make. Here's how you win by knocking them off the screen entirely and and doing all this. So I'm like, okay, I kind of get that. That kind of makes sense. Sure. So I played. It was me against two other characters. Uh, I guess I was Mega Man. I was blue Mega Man, and then there was a red Mega Man, because in the <laughs> demo, I guess they couldn't even pick a different character. Yeah, I want yellow Mega Man. And then, uh, and then uh, Mario. Yeah. So the whole time, I am just dominating. I'm knocking them both off the <laughs> platform. That's what you I think. swear... Um, well, that was the thing. I swore I was knocking them into the walls. I killed them at least once or twice. I saw, you know, death things and they came down from above and everything. And I was like, all right, I'm 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 kicking ass here. And I got killed once and the game ends and it says, okay, uh, winner, Mario. I was like, wait, what? How, wait, what? How yeah. did that happen? Yeah. 
So, yeah, I'm baffled <laughs> by this whole thing. Well, the one thing about your code to get the demo that's different, I believe, is the fact that the ones that came up for the people that got platinum, yours has no limit. So the one you download off the store regularly, you only can use it 30 times. Oh. So I think well, that's one of the differences. <laughs> I doubt I'm going to use this thing 30 times. I played it once, and I'm kind of the, yeah. Yeah. I, I'll play it maybe two or three times, but I just, I don't, obviously I don't get it because oh. I thought I won and I thought I won handily and I lost. Yeah. So the characters <laughs> so. available, your, your little off, um, are Mario, Pikachu, Blue, Mega Man. Oh, hang on. Yeah. And wait, there's another one. I don't even know who the hell this is. Uh, Villager. Oh, probably no, from No, but that's Animal. what I said. I was Oh, I thought you said Mega Yellow Man. Mega Man or something. No, or I Mega picked Man. Blue Mega Man, and the AI picked Mario and oh, Mega Man, and you can't have two Blue Mega Mans running around, so it turned him into a red one. And, Ze- and uh, Link is available. So I have yeah. Mario, Link, Pikachu, Blue Mega Man, and Villager. But that's that's my point. There are yeah. other characters available, but for some reason the AI decided, well, I'm going to be Mega Man too. Nice. Which is it sucks. The Pac-Man silly. wasn't on there. You'd still be playing it. Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> so it's funny because the game itself came out in Japan the same day that the Platinum members got the demo over here. Huh. So some people were streaming it, and I went and watched some of the streams. I'm like, oh, I'll check it out. And I think the game looks really good. I mean, it, it looks great on the 3DS, but yeah, uh, it seems like the levels are kind of simpler and everything, and everybody's like, well, it's because it's the 3DS. But then the weirdest part was I was watching these guys play it, and you know they knew all these moves, and, and they were all talking. They were on a Skype call, and they were like, oh, you can do like uh, cancel B with this guy. And I'm like, uh-huh, sure. It's almost like when I'm watching a stream for Street Fighter or something. I'm like, all right, I have no idea what you're talking about. But there would be levels where they would get into a fight, and the guy would just run off the edge of the screen and die right away. And hmm. I, don't, I don't understand why he wouldn't do the fight. And he was doing it, like, a good deal. So I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm confused. Maybe some, some uh, Smash Brothers people can tell me why. Maybe they, were just, they didn't like the level, and they just wanted to get off of it right away, or... I don't know. But Very anyway... Odd. Yeah, I, I, I felt the same way, though. I was playing it, and I'm like, meh. I bought into the yeah. hype, though. Went and got the demo. Well, I mean, that's the thing. You know, I'm not... I didn't grow up on this. So yeah, me neither. How would I know, you know? Yeah. And I know there are people that are really excited. Oh, yeah. But it's just not not something for me. Yep. Um, which is a shame, you know, because I'd like to get into it, but meh. <laughs> not going to happen apparently. Yeah, yeah. Uh so the other thing and I didn't have a problem with this one. This is funny. Uh I installed Rise uh-huh. on the Xbox 1. So I put it in and let it install and then I went off and I actually I went off and did something and I came back like an hour hour and a half later. And it was totally done. Totally, oh. totally done. Okay. And ready to play. Okay. So I didn't run into that craziness you Well, no, did. no, no. I, like I said, I think what was happening was it was because when he sent it to me, he just kind of took his his account off of it. Mm-hmm. And there was still content on the hard drive. And I think the Xbox One was getting confused. 
But mm. us having PlayStations, we're kind of used to having no problem with that. Like, as long as you have the accounts on the system, the content just works, usually. And when I did the factory reset on the Xbox One itself, it seems like things are working better now. Hmm. Yeah. Well, all right, before I get into Rise, because that just reminded me. So, I got the two terabyte hard drive into the PS4. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I had that little case. Um, oh yeah. The enclosure, the enclosure. And I'm trying to decide what to do with it. And I remembered I had that one terabyte hard drive laying around that never worked in the PS4. Sure. So I stuck that in the enclosure, mm-hmm. plugged it into the Xbox one. And it said, Hey, do you want me to format this? Do you want to use it for games or just like music and movies and stuff? And right. I said, games. So it formatted it super quick uh, as games. And it said, do you want to install all content to this? You know, to make this your primary drive. And I said, yeah. <laughs> so all my apps are on the internal drive, the 500 meg. Sure. Gig. All my games are installed directly to the terabyte drive. Well, I've actually heard from people that have done that, that it actually seems to perform better. It's working great for me. Yeah. Like installs go faster and everything. Yeah. yeah. So I, I love it because just like that, and this is also why I want them. I know they're not going to do it for the PS4, but I want them to do it for the PS4 yeah. because I, I've got my two terabyte drive in there. I could throw another terabyte or another two terabytes right on top of it, you know, just yeah. by plugging one in or two in, you know, and that's the it's, cool it's thing a, about this. But it's a preference thing. I mean, you can do the same thing with the Wii U and put a USB drive yeah. on there. There's a lot of people that don't want to have a hard drive hanging off the side of it, essentially, you know. It, but you're not like for the Xbox one, they have see it would, it would be that way for the PS4 because again, they did not put USB <laughs> ports in the back of the system, which they should have done. Well, on the Xbox, they didn't put any in the front, so... No, but there are two on the back. It's two on the back, which one is on the perfect. side. Which perfect. Yeah. Yeah. One on the side you can use to charge your controller if you want, if you really want to, but I use the two in the back. I've, I've got a controller. I've got a USB thing plugged into the back for the controller. Right, but what I'm saying is people don't even want to have... And they've told me this, that's why I'm saying it. They don't want to plug in a drive and have it sitting somewhere else. Again, preference. Yeah, I get that. I really but... don't care either way. Because I was thinking what you did, I was thinking the same thing. But then I'm like, am I really going to play the Xbox One enough that I need another gig or whatever, or another terabyte or whatever? I I doubt it. Well, I I used it. And it's it sits behind the Xbox. You'd never even know it's there. Cool. Because it's, it's, you know, it's a two and a half... It's a whatever. It's a laptop drive. Yeah. <laughs> and you sit it up sideways behind there and you don't even see it. You don't even know it's there. Uh, same thing with the Wii U. I tried to plug it into the Wii U, but the Wii U, you need very specific hard drives. Yeah. Um, and you have to have it pre-formatted. And for the Xbox shit. One, it doesn't really matter. No. Um, it'll take just about anything. You just want to make sure um, it's USB 3.0. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. So, because I tried plugging it into the Wii U, it just it didn't like it. It had all kinds of problems. With yeah. It. So yeah. I looked up all the information on that. 
but with the Wii U, I'm I'm happy to do it with that too, and I need to do it with that because my 32 gigs is yeah just about gone at this point. Well, I told you about the Bayonetta two thing last week, didn't I? The what what? If if you buy Bayonetta two comes out next month oh, for Wii yeah. U, and okay. it comes with both games, it comes with the first one and the second. Oh, uh, if you nice. if you buy it digitally, it's 32.8 gig. <laughs> so you can't even put it on your Wii U. <laughs> Unless you have an external drive. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <sighs> but hey, at least they give you that option that you can just plug a, a new drive in there. So yeah, I mean, it being it needing a, a kind of a specific drive though is kind of a dumb thing because it's not the it easiest is. in the world to find that info either. It's it's not like yeah, you know, they don't have a thing on in the book or wherever else. You kind of have no, to do a Google to search to, to find it out. No, you have to go to the Nintendo website and oh, yeah. look up the information, which is what I did. And I found all the information on it, so I know, you know, what hard drives are compatible with it. And I just I went to Amazon and put one in the wish list, and it's just sitting there, so I know which one it is. I put a note on it, so I know which one it is when I have money or when I'm ready or when it drops in price enough that I say, okay, I can get that, and I'll, I'll just grab it Yeah. Um, whenever that Maybe, but it's nice to have that. I mean, because with the Wii U, either way, the Wii U was always set in a way, and it's the same thing. The USB ports are on the back. You can just plug it in, sit it behind the Wii U, and you'll never know it's there. It's sure. just kind of there as extra storage, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. So uh, so I played Rise um, for, well, I don't know. Um for a while, I think I got a third of the way through the game because I have the companion app, which I was sitting oh, yeah. next to me. And it made no sense because the companion app, it says, um, there's a section on it where it says you can see all of the the pickups and all the things in a, in whatever area you're in. And it says, caution, spoilers. And when I click on it, Everything is locked, and when you try to click on it, it says you haven't found this yet. And I'm like, well, wait a second. Is it supposed to tell you where to find it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, did I miss something here? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so that that didn't seem to work the way I expected it to work, or the way it said it worked. Um, but I played it for a while. It's, I mean, I'm playing it for the story at this point because the gameplay. <sighs> It's repetitive. Well, yeah, I mean, but you could say the same thing about God of War, but it's repetitive in a way that... At least God of War mixes things up with puzzles or whatever else. But uh, not even with puzzles or anything. With the combat in God of War, with the combat in Rise, they want you to do uh, these kill combos to get more points, whichever way you're, cause you can, you can say you want more health points. You want more, uh, experience points. You want more, this, more, that, whatever it is. The problem is they've only got like five animations and it's the same ones over and over and over (laughs) and over again for every guy you kill. And it just, the moment he hits it, you're like, okay, it's going to be blue, yellow, blue. Okay. It's going to be blue, blue, yellow. Okay. Like the moment you hit it, you know exactly which way it's going to go. So there's no challenge to it. There's no excitement to it. It just, you just kind of fall into this. "Eh, Okay. There's that one again. Yeah. There's that one again. Um, but it's a nice looking game. Uh, 
and I'm playing for the story at this point. I, I, I kind of have to see where it's all going. Um, but eh, yeah, it's <laughs> not great. No, um, that's why I didn't mind sending it to you right away. I'm like, I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's something that it's funny. I know I could finish that game and I know I could finish it pretty easily in terms of skill and just getting through oh, it. Yeah. I yeah. just didn't want to. I was I was well, streaming it too, and everybody in the stream's like, "Wow, this is boring." I'm like, "Yes." It. I, I was almost falling asleep playing it. I'm, I'm not exaggerating. I was sitting in this chair, just like playing. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is just the same thing over and over and over and over." And I, I just was not interested in the story at all. I, I got so bored with it all. I just and it was, it the story seemed to kind of jump around a little bit, like assuming that you knew more than you really did. I, uh, it didn't do a lot for me. It looked beautiful. Don't get me wrong there, but uh, I was not that impressed with the game. I don't know. So far, I'm interested story-wise. Um, That'll pass. But yeah, we'll <laughs> see. I mean, I'm I'm way farther than I thought it was because when I saw where I was, because uh, on the app, I think it is, uh, it shows you, you know, how far you are. And yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, it only took me this long to get there. I could... I could just sit here and finish this. That's, I was like, I could finish the whole story at yeah, this point. I, I think um, I was, I was pretty far into it too. I was surprised at how far I got through it already. I'm like, what the frick? And yeah. I was going to finish it. And then you, I, I just said, I'll send it to Josh. If I, if I care enough, I'll grab it from me an extra life or something. I wouldn't worry. So, um, yeah, I played that. Um, and I got the whole hard drive thing set up, which is neat. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I downloaded Forza. I didn't get to try it yet. Um, so I will try that. Okay. That's the, the new demo that oh. just came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I got my Vita resorted. Nice. <laughs> and I played a little more Treasure Park. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Which I haven't played in quite a while. I thought you were off of it. No. Just that little taste, and there it was. You're right back. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's awesome. Uh, I just, I need more boards, man. I just. Shoes not putting them up anymore? Uh, not that I've seen. Yeah, I think he's Although on to other I'm, things now. I haven't been on or been checking in quite a while, so. Um, and there were two there uh, for me to, to bust through, and they were easy. they were easy um so i played some of that and then reinstalling all of the zen pinball tables yeah it's (sighs) there's so many that it actually fills the list (laughs) yeah and it's such a pain but no it was Um, easy for me i just went over and it said what do you want to do and i it's cool because you select all of them and it says you've exceeded your limit so when it, it it still leaves them on the list though, kind of, at least it did for me. But I just let all that shit run overnight. I did I did Zen Pinball two, and I did um, Battlefield overnight. I just set it all up and let it go. Yeah, no, I I should have, but I was trying to get it done. It was the middle of the day, or it was morning, and mm. I was like, a, it was the last thing. I mean, it was Zen Pinball. Yeah. Uh, because I was just kind of going down the the whole list alphabetically, you know, just oh, and that's the other pain in the ass is you can't really go through your download list. 
uh, because you can't just sort by Vita only, you know? Yeah. You can't sort at all. So you have to scroll through a million things. I know. It's a pain in the ass. I had that which, same problem with Ridge Racer. But I just, you know, I went down, you know, the games, the actual games in the store, but you can't tell whether you bought it unless you physically click all the way into it. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, I did get that one, right? Yeah, I got that one. I got that. No, I didn't get that. Well, oh, my gosh. See, I had the same. See, so they had that flash sale this weekend, and there was a bunch yeah. of racing games, and I I was like, Ridge Racer was 5 bucks on Vita. Oh, and nice. it's not it's not the best game in the world, but... I have no, the it is when you get everything, all the DLC. Yeah. So when I got the Vita from Japan a few months before it came out over here, that's one of the games I bought on card um, because it was one of the few that I was like, well, I'll, I'll know how to play that and I don't have to worry about Japanese. So I got the card and I've just never really liked the game that much. It's just, there's no like career in it, you know, and it's just, I don't know. And the the real problem now is nobody's online playing it at all, so you can't even get mm. an online match. So I I grabbed it for five bucks because I still wanted to play it. And um, I had bought like they have a silver and a gold, almost like a season pass thing. Yeah. And I bought it back then, uh, on the U.S. store to see if it would work even and all that stuff. So I bought it, and you get pretty much everything except for three of the tracks and one of the music packs. I think it was. Yep. It was dumb what you don't get with it. <clears throat> so I was doing the same thing. I was on the download list. I'm like, oh, my God, this is just – this is terrible. Yeah. So I went and looked up the game in the in the store on the Vita and found it and then went to add-ons. And it, there's new add-ons and there's just add-ons. And I went in that way. But the the thing I like about the Vita is instead of having to go back and forth, you can actually – like if you're in one of the – like Music Pack 1, you can say download from there. Back up one, and then instead of backing out of that, on the left side, you can just scroll to the next one. Yeah. So I was doing that, and I was actually filling up the list that way. It wouldn't, it wouldn't let me download another one until I installed a bunch of them. So it can only have so much queued. So I would go back, install them, and, you know, it's cool in the Vita because you can just put the, the store in the background, you know, and blah, blah, blah. But when you wait too long, the store times out, and then yep. you have to go out of the store, then you have to come back in, you have to yep. remember which was the last one you're yeah. on, and yeah, I went through all this ass. the past couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I know I know your pain, so I'm just yeah, because I went through that exact same bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, I, I got them all downloaded eventually, um, which was fine. It's just kind of a pain, but yeah. uh, it's worth it. Then I played a handful of tables. Nice. Um, I played the FIFA one. Oh, well, uh, FIFA, Super League soccer, soccer yeah. or Super League football? Is, yeah. Super League football, yes. Um, Still one of my favorite tables. It's good. It's actually a good table. Uh, I played Marvel the Civil War one. Civil War is tough. That's the one we debuted last year at Extra Life. That one is really tough. And yeah. the problem is right off the right off the start of it and just everywhere, just about everywhere the ball comes down, it's headed right for the center. Yeah. I like mentioned it, that to the fine folks at Zen. Yeah, it just never comes to your flippers. It's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. You're um, always on this precarious edge in that game or on that yeah, table. And it's just uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> um I played the Walking Dead one, which is pretty good. 
Yes, the Walking Dead one is one of the best tables they've done. Yeah, uh, and like I said, I like how they do the, the the missions in those because they they go in line with the games, and you have to make that choice even in the missions. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. The, now, see, this is the one problem I've always had with Zen Pinball is that as you're playing, and all this information keeps popping up, you don't have you know, to saying. It. Yeah, you cannot you cannot look at it because yeah. if you look at it you're gonna lose your ball. Yeah, I agree. And there's important stuff coming up, you know. Well let me let me give you a little tip, Josh. Go to the um go to the guide. So hit the options button on PS4, hit start, whatever, pause the game. And there's a table guide for each table. It will explain all those missions and everything right in there. So you can just read up on it before you play the table. <sighs> I, just telling you. But even when it's telling you, hey, or even when it's telling you, hey, you have this much more score to beat your friend, I'm like, wait, what, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> I have which what? Okay, I just lost the ball and lost the game. Thank you. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay. And while we were doing all that, I went back all the way through all my reviews back to July, mm-hmm. and you didn't touch any of them. So I don't know how long ago this was. No, it was a recent one. Or it was well, it may, might not have been a review. It might have been an art. Nope. Oh, you've only really done reviews lately, though. No, I did stuff for E3. No, it, it was after. It was there. like a few weeks ago. Oh, wait, hang on a second. That's the name of the episode. It's Pogo something, and you just scroll. By. All right, wait. All right, hang on. I got to run upstairs real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. We will return to our regularly scheduled program momentarily. Please stay tuned. We expect to resume normal broadcasting shortly. Sorry about that. So, the kid had to see the Elmo slide. The Elmo slide. Yes. It's, it was a was like a dance video. or something? Well, yeah, it's part of, uh, it was just a skit on Sesame Street, uh, where he's got a song and he has this whole thing going on. But before that song comes on, there's this group of five people singing acapella, singing all these number songs, Uh old number songs. And they're really impressive. Hmm. So I had to look up who they were. Uh, they're called. Pentatonics, I think. Something like that. Sounds like a satanic like metal <laughs> band or something. Pentatonics. But apparently they were it was a trio uh from Texas. Okay. And they got picked to be on one of those singing shows and they added two people literally hours before they went on the air for the first time. And they won the whole thing eventually over the, over the course of the season, they won the whole thing and they're big now. 
like bigger yeah. than I realized. They're all over the place. Uh, but they're, they're really impressive. I mean, because they just do everything straight up acapella and mm. the mix of voices makes really good harmonies. So, yeah. So we always play the two of those and I have to, I had to, Lou didn't know where it was. So I had to go rewind, find the episode on the DVR, rewind to that spot and, and play through them. All right. Then. So, so that was my excitement. So, uh, between that and Zen pinball, you know, I don't know. Um, wow. <laughs> and, uh, of course, NHL 15, sure. Uh, on the PS3. Uh, I also, on Saturday night, I went to see, uh, another baseball game. I saw the tweets. Yes. Uh, they're part they're an independent league, uh, the Atlantic league. Um, and it is the, uh, Somerset Patriots. Okay. And they've been there for a while, actually. Um, they were one of the founding teams in the league, hmm. uh, back in 98, I believe it was. Um, so, and the funny thing is one of the teams they play is the Camden river sharks, which is down in South Jersey. And I've been to a game there years ago, probably one of their first or second seasons down there. And, uh, that stadium is awesome because they are literally right at the base of the Ben Franklin bridge. So you've got the bridge in the outfield and center city, Philadelphia, right across the Delaware river. When you when you're sitting in that stadium, it's it's gorgeous. It's cool. such a cool view. Uh, the Patriots they play um, just you know out in Jersey um, <laughs> in a parking all, lot. No, it's all it's all nicely wooded area and everything. And the funny thing is, it's the end of the train line out there. Oh. Um, so you can hear the trains coming in. You can't quite see them. You can kind of see them between the right field fence. There's trees back there, but you can kind of see the trains going by. <laughs> so is it like, kinda, are you talking like, uh, uh, commuter trains? Or are you talking regular trains? Yeah. yeah oh, commuter, commuter trains. trains. Okay. Yeah. So you don't really hear all the crashing when, uh, like no. the switching yard or something like that. It's, it's not, uh, uh, Brewster's millions where they're coming through the outfield. Or exactly. Anything. There you go. <laughs> Well, such a great movie. <laughs> but uh, but it's kind of neat because uh, sitting there, you know, you'll hear the, the horns and I'm like, oh, there's one of the train. And then I saw it through the, you know, between the trees and everything. I'm like, oh, crap, there's the train. <laughs> nice. It's kind of cool. It's a nice stadium. Uh, it's like 6,000 seats. Yeah, the um, pictures look cool. Yeah, the tickets are, are very inexpensive. Um, like from 8 bucks to... 13. Nice. Yeah. Somewhere, something along those lines. It's minor uh, league ball, baby. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's very competitive ball. It's, it's really, they have a number of players, former and, and prospect, uh, major league ball players. Like the, this one guy that was playing the other night that actually got a couple of, got a, key hit nice uh had played for milwaukee at one point what was his name uh masonette 
He, very briefly. Sounds familiar, yeah. I don't know if he, he ever played on... He had... I think he had a Grand Slam with Milwaukee. That was like his big thing. Mm. And then he played for the Texas Rangers briefly. Yeah. And then now he's there. Um, so it's kind of cool. Like they, you know, they have some pretty good players. They're actually a really good team. The playoffs start this week. Um, and they're in the playoffs. So it's, it's kind of cool. It's, I'm excited. You know, there's another close by, uh, baseball team that, I mean, they've been there all this time. I just, I had sort of heard of them, but I didn't quite know where they were or, you know, what it all was. Um, so going to Coney Island, I thought, you know what? I need to find out about that other team and where they are. Um, yeah. So it's, it's cool. I like it. Uh, parking was two bucks. That was the other cool thing. Wow. <laughs> Cause I went, yeah, <laughs> I drove up and, and it's funny because it's right across the street from like a target and like this big shopping center. And everybody's parking over there and I'm like, sure. really? Are you, can you, are you not going to get, well, I'm not I guess spending not $2, gonna, $2. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. I was like, I didn't know how much the, the parking was at that point. And I'm like, well, I'm not even going to risk it. I'm not going to bother with that. I'll just park in the parking. And I was like, how much is it going to be? It's $2, $2 really. And, people and all you people are parking across the street. <laughs> that's why they have summer homes and we can't afford them, Josh, well, because we'll true. pay the parking. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I liked it. I, I'm, and there were fireworks after the game, which of was course. cool. So got to see that. Uh, so yeah, got to take, got to take Mason, I guess next season. Um, nice since, well, or maybe even Friday night. Cause they'll be playing, uh, uh, one of the playoff games is Friday night. So we'll have to say, cool. um, yeah. So that was that was very nice. So speaking of baseball, quick, uh-huh. we don't know the dates yet, but uh, our buddy Dan Lucen told me that when MGC is going to happen, the Brewers are playing at home. Oh, so everything's in the works again, baby. We're going to do the bus again. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be at MGC this year. What? I'm not. All right, we'll go without you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Can't make it. That's okay. Um, so that's pretty much what I did. I know I watched something. I can't think of what it is, of course. That's how good it was. Something. No, there was something. It was just another one of those movies where it was like, ah, this is on. I have to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) And I watched it. Bloodsport? I can't remember what it was, but no big deal. I Um, see. So, yeah, all right. that's it. Well, uh, spent all day today playing Drive Club, but we can't say anything about it until the 7th. So, uh, yeah, been playing it all day, though. Uh, some more Battlefield 4, kind of got back into that a little bit. Uh, is nobody going to play on our server? Uh, we spent money on that because people wanted a server and nobody's ever on it. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Uh, it's, it's there and nobody plays on it, so... I uh, got some more Destiny in. I uh, got to level 21 now, and I'm kind of destinyed out a little bit because we played it so freaking much. So I'm going to take a little break from that game. Uh, not that I don't like it or anything. It's just I just need a break. Uh, and also it's gotten to the point now where 
you have to play in the in the crucible uh, to get some more stuff, and uh, which is the PvP, and it's just too Halo-ish for me. Uh, it's starting to kind of annoy me a little bit, especially with the fact that it seems like there's no balancing at all, and if somebody's got a legendary weapon, they'll just take you out right away if you don't have one. So, kind of, kind of limited in my options. There's still some strikes we want to do. We're going to go on some strikes probably later in the week, something like that. But, uh, <clears throat> I mean, we have a great opportunity with Drive Club. We have it like over two weeks before the game comes out, so I really want to focus on that and kind of just spend all my time on that one. So next week's going to be really funny since I can't talk about it. <laughs> I don't have anything to talk about. Uh, and then the Ridge Racer thing. So I got Ridge Racer on the Vita. Downloaded all that music. My God, it's like five albums worth of music. Yeah, it's, it's insane how much music is on there. Yeah. And it's cool, but I mean, the way they, the, the mechanic they do to, to download it all is just bullshit. It is. Um, so the problem I'm having, though, is I get into play now and I want to do, just do a spot race and it crashes on me every time. Really? Yep. Oh, no, you're going to have to re download That's thing. kind of the fear. And at that point, I think I'm just going to let that five bucks go. Try to, well,. Just try to delete the game itself and re-download that no, before that you re-download all the... No? <laughs> no, it doesn't work what? that way. No, it all becomes one package. So when you delete the game, it deletes everything. Oh. Yeah. But uh, it just keeps crashing on me uh, with one of the new DLC maps at least. At least I know that one, but not very happy about it. Um, I mean, it, it's a it's a good-looking game and everything. It's just I I don't like the fact that there's no progression system. Like there is, but there's no career. It's just you just keep racing against ghosts and everything, and it just yeah, there's no structure. And like I said, I tried to find an online game on a weekend, and nobody was playing it. There were no lobbies, so not not good. But five bucks is five bucks, whatever. Uh, also played a game that's also on the flash sale that I didn't ever picked up because we only had the one review copy, and Chaz did it. Uh, but he talked about it from EGX last year, and it's called Titan Attacks. Oh yeah, it's kind of like this game. redone Space Invaders. Yeah, and they actually have like asteroids that look like the game Asteroids and all that stuff. It's really cool. I got kind of hooked on it. Yeah, I was playing the shit out of that game, and it's cross buying everything on the Vita and PS3 and PS4. And I was playing on a PS4 for quite a while, and I got to the moon and all kinds of stuff. It is a fun game, and it was like three bucks on the sale. Mm-hmm. So. I tweeted it. I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, simple shooting mechanics, but there's upgrades and all kinds of stuff you can do now, unlike Space Invaders. But um, just the style they use and some of the graphics they use and everything else are very retro and, and you know kind of just throwback. So um, it's fun. It's it's a good game. Uh, also, because it was like talk like a pirate day on Friday, uh, Resogun, if you logged in Friday, well, Friday for sure, I think Saturday. Also, uh, the humans were actually turned into to pirates, so it was kind of cool to go in and check that out. So I played some Resogun. Not a lot of it, but some of it. Um, also, we got some codes. I'm going to be giving these away on Twitter tomorrow. We gave away some on the, on the uh, stream as well, but uh, there were three new advance packs that came out for War Thunder, uh, specifically for tanking. Um, because it's not just a flight game, there's also tanks in it, and they're going to be adding naval stuff eventually, too. Uh, so I got on a live streamed War Thunder for a while. First, my first time doing the tanks. I knew they were there. I just never really got around to doing it. Um, it's it's fun, man. It, they did a really good job with it. Uh, the graphics kind of 
stutter a little bit when you're on the ground, though, unlike in the air. Um, but we've got five more codes, and it gives you all three of these advance packs. It's like 60 or 60-some bucks worth of stuff. So uh, we'll give those away on Twitter tomorrow. But uh, yeah, I still like Warthorn. I still need to get that stupid flight stick, so I'm going to have to work on that maybe after Extra Life or something because I really enjoy playing that game. Um, I did some tanking for a while, and then I went back to flying in the live stream, and I actually had a couple really good rounds uh, where I was I was doing quite well, so I was happy with myself. And then uh, downloaded all the DLC for Titanfall, uh, which I think is like six extra maps, basically. Eh. <laughs> I live-streamed it. Um, it did nothing for me. That, that game needs so much work. It It's so thin, and I, I talked about it last week, but I tried it one more time, and eh, just didn't like it. Uh, and then I watched, I binge-watched, and I don't know why, but I uh, they just put this on Netflix, uh, The Blacklist with James Spader mm. on, on NBC. I binge-watched the entire first season. Dude, it's a good show. Mm. Spader is amazing in it. He deserves every Emmy in the world. He's so good in this show. Uh, but some good twists and turns, uh, some great guest uh, guest stars and everything like uh you know from week to week uh it got a little muddy in the in kind of the beginning middle but uh they've really kind of uh done a great job uh getting the story back on the arc and and a great finale for the season uh some really cool stuff and boy they did not pull any punches uh a lot of a lot of shit happened so uh it was good if you haven't watched the show though give it a try it's it's really good. I was very impressed with it. So, yeah. But that was pretty much my week. Hmm. Like I said, I went and got a job, so I had to go to Milwaukee for a day and sign all my paperwork and <clears throat> um, stuff and junk like that. Went to the Packer game. and Yay. Well, not the, not yesterday, but the week before. That's when I lost my voice. But, yeah. All right. Let's take a break. All right. So we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some NHL 15 on PS3. Hopefully I have some emails. I uh, I was trying to set up Pooper's voicemail because I keep forgetting to do it. And I was trying to set it up and my netbook just took a shit. So uh, I'm going to have to wait until I go get my other Mac. <laughs> this poor netbook. This thing is so old. Uh, so I have to get my other laptop so we can have that. But I haven't forgotten. Sorry, Pooper. I think he doesn't even want me to play it, too. That's the funniest part about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Before we talk some hockey, let's talk about some extra life. So four weeks from now, basically, uh, just over four weeks at least, and uh, we're going to be trying to raise money for a bunch of sick children, uh, specifically for Children's Specialized Hospital in Mountainside, New Jersey. And uh, this is, I think, our sixth year, something like that. 
uh, doing this. So what we do is we do a 24-hour gaming marathon. So we uh, stream for 24 hours straight, and uh, we try to get a lot of games that a lot of other people can get involved with. Uh, and this year, no different than last, uh, we'll be doing it at Josh's house in New Jersey. So I get to drive all the way out to New Jersey, set everything up, piss him off because there's cables on the floor. Yeah. Which actually, it, it just makes it all worth it when I can just make you, I can just see you shaking a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's so out of place. Oh, no. So, uh, but what we do is a little bit different. We actually run a raffle as well. So, you know, if you donate a certain amount of money, you get a certain amount of raffle tickets. And uh, we try to get different prizes from, uh, you know, people in the gaming industry, stuff like that. So developers, publishers, etc. And uh, so we're starting to compile that list a little bit. We've got a couple PlayStation 3s to give away, a couple Vitas to give away. Uh, signed poster in baseball from the, from the team at MLB 14 The Show. Uh, some copies of The Walking Dead table for Zen Pinball 2. Some copies of Oddworld New and Tasty. Some t- copies of Octodad, Dadliest Catch. Uh, copies of The Amazing Spider-Man 2 for a couple of different consoles. Uh, and then a copy of MLB 14 The Show for PS4. Killzone Shadowfall. Uh, Last of Us Remastered. God of War Collection for Vita. And then this, I, I just found out, this PS4 laptop bag, um, it's actually got a portable USB charger inside of it. Hmm. And like a display on the outside to show you how, what the level, battery level is at and everything else. Uh, we also have some stuff showing up from uh, Digital Extremes, who are the folks behind Warframe. Uh, we also have some stuff coming from Gorilla Games. We don't know what that's going to be yet. Uh, and, and also our, our buddy uh, that got us the Skull Candy stuff. I don't know if we're supposed to say his name or not, so I'm not going to just in case. Um, basically, Skull Candy is going to uh, send us a couple of these Crusher headphones, uh, which are pretty cool. They're, they're not wireless or anything else, but uh, they've got these really big drivers in them. And he was telling me how cool they are when you plug them into the controller, the PS4 controller. Uh, they work really well that way. So... A couple of pairs of those we're going to have in the prize pool, and uh, we're still working on some stuff. And, and like I said, we've actually got the some ideas that we're trying to get into place and, and get them done before uh, Extra Life starts. So hopefully we can get that to work. But um, you can start donating now if you want. Uh, just go to the website. Go over to psnation.com and hit that special events thing, uh, and you'll see Extra Life 2014. And we've, I've been tweeting the uh, the link pretty much every other day as well. Uh, but, you know, you can sign up there if you want to be on our team. And some people have asked. Uh, and, yes, it is the same as last year. So if you start your own team or if you join our team, I'm sorry, if you join our team, even if you play for your own hospital and not for the one in New Jersey, as long as you can get the list of donors to me by a certain date, and I'll, and I'll just say it's the same thing, uh, I think uh, the 31st, October 31st, if you get me the, the list by then, anybody that donates to your uh, piece of it and not just our team will be eligible for the uh, for the raffle so uh, we can get that taken care of uh, but yeah join our team you can play for your own hospital if you want uh, if you go to extralife.org extra-life.org you can just look up our team it's uh, PS Nation look up our team and join us at that time um, but you know if, if you want to donate uh, the donate button is right there as well and you can help out a bunch of sick kids uh, we're thinking about doing something Again, on Thursday night out in New Jersey, we're just trying to figure out what. Uh, we've got a couple other ideas, so I'm going to be talking to Colette, and Josh and I have discussed it tonight. So hopefully we'll have an announcement for that pretty quickly here, and we can uh, get some people out to hang out with us in New Jersey. Um, I don't know. Anything else I'm missing, Josh? Mm, not that I can think of. Okay. Well, I'll, uh, I've been kind of working on a games list so far of what we want to have scheduled. I've been posting it on Facebook to see what people think about it. 
Uh, I left GTA 5 off there because we had so many problems last year, but everybody wants to play GTA 5. Um, so I'm going to put a backup game in that slot just in case because uh, somebody actually posted, like, I was just trying to play GTA 5 this weekend, and I'm still having problems keeping more than three people in my lobby. So it sounds like they really haven't fixed a lot of the problems. So, uh, yeah, we've got Red Dead Redemption on there, obviously. We've got Mod Nation Racers on there. We've got Drive Club on there. We've got... Uh, uh, the only one I don't have on there right now that, that's been kind of a classic is Grand Turismo 6. We did five last year, but I don't have six on there. Uh, I'm not, I, I have a feeling we'll probably add that at some point. But, you know, it's it's a work in progress right now. We'll get that list uh, posted on the website as soon as everything's solidified. So, yeah. But I want to play some Warframe this year. We never play Warframe online. I want to get a group together and play that for a while. I want to do that. You should. And, uh, yeah, I've got two hours slated for it. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a great game, and um, it's a lot more fun than a lot of people give it credit for. I think it's just because it's kind of MMO-ish at, at points, it gets kind of confusing, and I think that's what kind of makes people shy away. But hey, the game's free, and you can play all the way through the game without paying a cent. So, and it, it, as a shooter, it's very very functional. It, it plays really well, and it looks great too. So yeah, uh, just keep your eyes and ears out on the podcast here, and also up on the website and uh yeah if you have any questions you know shoot us an email shoot us a tweet whatever we can get anything answered for you but yeah if you donate now you're already in for the uh for for the raffle and like i said if you it's cumulative so if you decide like oh i'll throw 20 bucks in now and then all of a sudden you see something else that you want um you can throw like more money in and it's all cumulative so it all adds up it's not like you have 20 bucks you're only eligible for this and even if you put 50 in later uh it adds up so everything's all good so anyway, all right, hockey, NHL, 15, PS3. Yeah, PS3. <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit more like NHL 14 and a half. <laughs> Did you see that uh, FIFA on the, on the uh, Vita this year, FIFA 15, they're calling the classic edition? Of course. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're not even keeping it a secret anymore. Yeah, well, yeah. they can't. I mean, they can't. <laughs> I think they did that last year too. Um, they've been doing that in other countries where they do it. They they put it prominently on the box, and I think last year was the first time on the Vita that they actually mentioned it in the U.S. on the box. Yeah, that it was Legacy Edition or Classic Edition. Um, so yeah, NHL fourteen. This is a weird. Or 15, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the same thing, basically. <laughs> that's that's kind of the problem here. Um, Did they just like, cross the 14 out with a marker and scrawl in 15? Just about. Uh, and that's part of the problem here. So it it really begs the question as to, you know, if if they made such minor incremental improvements from 14 to 15 on the PS3. Yeah. You'd think, all right, they put all their efforts into 15 on the PS4, but we saw how that turned out. So it's a question of what happened here. <laughs> um, it is. NHL 15 on the PS3 is essentially NHL 14 on the PS3. Okay. Uh, it has all the same modes and features. It has the same old menu, the old tree menu on the side that's just a pain-in-the-ass menu. Um which I never understood because, like, Madden on the PS3 got the updated menus a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the updated tile menus, which are much, much better. And NHL never did on the PS3. Okay. It did, it did on the PS4, um, but not here. 
uh, it really does feel like for the most part, all they did was slap 15 everywhere. It said 14, uh, the winter classic is there. The two winter classics, um, the one in Pittsburgh and the one in Philly, uh, NHL 94 anniversary mode is there. Uh, the EA sports hockey league, the hockey ultimate team, the live the life mode, which is still meh. <laughs> not really living the life. Yeah. It's still more of a, a great idea for yeah. a mode, but just it, they never really did anything with it. Um, you know, so it's, it's essentially the same game. Uh, what they did add, uh, was a little bit better, uh, collision physics. Uh, so they, they tweak the physics a little bit more so that it's a little bit closer to 15. That's good. On the, on the PS4, but you know, not even really all that close. Yeah. Um, and they added in all the commentary. Uh, the new commentary team with uh, uh, Mike Emmerich and Eddie Olchek. Right, um, right. So you've got all of that. But just like the PS4, it's repetitive as 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 anything. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, how quickly it devolves into repetition, even in the very first game you play. Um, they don't have that big presentation mode that they do on the PS4. Uh, but it's essentially, it feels like the past couple years of the NHL games on, on the PS3 where you see the team, you know, you see the arena and it's dark and there's spotlights going around. You see the, the visiting team come out in the dark and start skating around. Everybody boos. And then you see your, the home team, uh, you know, down the tunnel, all, getting ready to charge out onto the ice and the crowd goes wild and, you know, and the announcers do their thing and then you play the game. So it's, it's really the same game. Um, so you're left with a quandary here. (laughs) (laughs) If you have a PS three and PS four, it's such, it's just such a nasty choice here. Uh, if you had an HL 14 on the PS three, there's not much of a difference. Yeah. Uh, getting NHL 15 uh, beyond the com- commentary, you're not really going to see a whole lot of difference. On the PS4, you see a vast difference in gameplay. And the the, the gameplay, it shocked me because I I got so used to NHL 15 on the PS4 that when I went back to the PS3 and started that, you know, when it came here and started playing it, it felt so arcadey and so loose. I would say it didn't. It didn't really feel like real hockey. Where for years it was like, oh my gosh, NHL, they're getting closer and closer to real hockey, and it feels so great. Right. The moment you play it on the PS4, you can't go back to the PS3. The PS3 feels like an arcade game all of a sudden, <laughs> like really like an arcade game. Um. So, I mean, really, it's it's a tough call. I'm, I'll just right off the bat, I'll say I'm giving this an eight. Um, okay, it's a good game, and it has all the modes. It has every single mode. It has every single team. You know, it has everything you would want in it. But the PS4 is a much better 
hockey game. Well, yeah, I mean, you it got... just doesn't have the modes. What a quandary! Yeah, so <laughs> really, and and if, like I said, if you had NHL 14 on the PS3, it's not that much of an upgrade, right? Um, it really doesn't feel like they put a whole lot of effort into this beyond throwing the commentary in and tweaking the physics a bit. And, and it's a full sixty dollars game on, on PS3. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, fifty. Oh, that's there right. Are 60. Yeah, it was 49. Is it? No, it's 60. You're right. I'm sorry. It, it is 60. Bucks. Yeah. Um, so it is. It's a full $60 game. Uh, so it's it's really a tough call. I mean, if NHL 15, if, if the PS4 version has the modes that you like to play or has them coming in those patches and updates, I'd say go for that. You know, if if whatever mode you're really into uh, just does not exist on the PS4 version and is not coming, right? you might want to stay with NHL 14. Um, because beyond the commentary, there's, there's not a whole lot there. Right. that's new. Uh, it really feels like the same game, which is tough. You know, it's still an eight because <laughs> it is still a good game. You know, it's a it's very good game. It's just a roster update. But if you're stepping into it for the first time, if this is your first buy, this is the best one to get, obviously, on the PS3. Hmm. Uh, is the latest one. Um, because it has everything and the new sure. commentary. Sure. So, I mean, there's not much to review here, unfortunately. Yeah, that's, that's really, that's that's a tough decision right there. Yeah, I kind of was expecting or hoping for a little bit more than just commentary and physics, which is all we got. <laughs> um, so really, yeah, it is. It's, it's a really tough choice or you just skip both of them entirely and wait till next year for the PS4 uh, version to come out and hopefully be a full featured game. Or just uh, wait for a few months and get the PS4 one after they patch all that stuff in supposedly. But yeah, but even with that, they have already said it, it's not all coming. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if they're ever going to tweak the uh, <laughs> the um, be a pl- be a player, be a pro, be a pro. Um, yeah. yeah, because then it's be a legend, which is not there. Um, be a <laughs> pro, <laughs> yeah, uh, where you have to sit on the bench. And you can't skip ahead to your next shift. Uh, Because they did mention that uh, the coach would give you constructive criticism and all that while you're on the bench. Didn't say anything about skipping ahead. (laughs) Which, yeah, they really have to do. Um, Because that I would play. I would play that a lot more on the PS4. So, I mean, there's, yeah, this isn't much of a, re- of a review because there's not much there to review. Well, I mean, you've said most of what you need to say anyway. It's just yeah. the big thing was kind of finding out what was in the PS3 version and everything. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> but unfortunately, it's everything that was in the, the last year's version. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Jeez. So that's what you're left with. You're left with this weird choice of. Uh, is either one worth it to upgrade to, you know? <laughs> well, it sounds like money well spent, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is because now everybody knows, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, All I right. mean, better than like a an $800 Vita. <laughs> there wasn't that much. And I've used that a lot. Wait a minute. 
after everything that 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 one from Japan went through, it wasn't eight hundred dollars. The first one I bought. Yes. No, it was about uh because I had to reship it. That was the big thing. It, really, uh-huh. it cost about five hundred. I thought it was more than that. No, 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 no. Because I mean, it was still like what two forty nine over there, and then the the exchange rate and everything, and then. The problem was Martin sent it over the through the postal service, and I told him not to because they've got that big thing about lithium-ion batteries. And he's like, oh, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Sure enough, it shows up at his house a few days later. <laughs> so, then, so then he had to FedEx it. Uh, and then it was like right – it was on New Year's Eve. It was like right before New Year's Eve. <clears throat> and it got stuck in customs in Alaska. And I was freaking out because I'm like, I've spent this much money on this damn thing. I want it. I was just getting pissed off. And uh, – it landed in Appleton, which is one of the FedEx hubs up in Wisconsin. And I called him. I kept calling him. I'm like, can I just come get the damn thing instead of waiting over the weekend? Because it would have been like three more days to wait. And I'm like, can I just come get it? I'm only an hour and a half away. And finally, I got a hold of somebody because they have like a little FedEx shipping area, like a customer service thing there in Appleton. And the guy goes, well, nothing's cataloged yet. We have to find it. And he goes, if we find it in like the next hour, we'll let you know. Like, all right. So finally, a guy calls me back. He says, all right, we found it. Yeah, you can come pick it up if you can be here by, like, whatever, 4 or 5 o'clock. I'm like, all right, I'll be there. So I called Rock up, and I said, meet me up at Appleton. We'll go to dinner or something. And drove in, and it's not that bad of a drive, but I drove over and walked right in, picked it up, went over to TGI Fridays, did the unboxing video right at TGI Fridays. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, it was the first Vita, in the, it was one of the first Vitas in America, really. Because uh, it hadn't been out, in, or it just came out in Japan. But no, I, I just had to pay for the extra shipping. That was the big thing. But it was yeah, but because I, I bought the memory card too. So that I mean, I think with the games and the memory card and everything else, it probably ended up being about I don't know six fifty. But that was Uncharted, Ridge Racer. Oh, there was one other game I think, and then the memory card. I only got an eight gig at the time. Oh, mine came with the 8 gig. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe 650 with games and everything. Mm-hmm. No, the expensive one is the one. The other one we got, the modded one, so we can do video output. And then Sony found out that we had a quote-unquote modded Vita, and they freaked out. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's not to play pirated games. It's just so we can get video output. Oh. I had to show, like, four different people at Sony that thing. Because <laughs> they didn't understand what was going on. Mm. Yeah, that was that was a that was a fun week. What do you mean you have a modded Vita? Anyway, all right, emails. Sure. Is that where we're at? All right. Uh, this first one, I think we just got this today. This is from Tom, and he says, "Love your podcast. I just wanted to say thank you for the content that you provide weekly." I purchased a PS4 Destiny bundle, and wondering if Drive Club is strictly for multiplayer experience. And he says, "Thanks." Um, Josh and I had to discuss this because like, well, we're not supposed to talk about Drive Club, but this has already been announced. So, uh, yeah, there's a full campaign in it. Um, actually, this whole week that we're playing the game, the servers aren't even online, so we're playing through the career. So, yeah, there's there's quite a bit of content. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. All right. Yeah, that was an easy um, one. No, yeah, aren't they all this easy? So you can read the next one, too. Oh, you fucker. All right. Because <laughs> I uh, just talked. That's from Maine Terry, our buddy Maine Terry. 
This is Hey Josh and Glenn. I just wanted to write in with what I think would be an interesting discussion for you guys. <laughs> Let us be the judge of that, mister. Just because you think it doesn't mean that it's going to be interesting. Plus, it's Josh and I. It's never interesting. Uh, what would each of you say was your most memorable or surprising gaming experience from the past year on each of Sony's current platforms? And what were the biggest disappointments? <laughs> Uh, since all the major gaming press events are over, what titles are you most excited for in the upcoming... Well, shit, we might as well just do the first one and then get on to this one. <laughs> all right, so what is your most memorable or surprising gaming experience from the past year on each of the Sony pa- platforms? Josh? Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's not going to be easy. <laughs> I think uh, uh, mine for the Vita was how good Killzone Mercenary is. I couldn't believe how well done that game was on that, on that system. That still blows me away. Was that this past year? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, that was, was like that more than a year ago. Oh, no, that was last year. That's right. I was working in Sun Prairie. Damn it. Now i got to think of something else. <laughs> Keep you on your toes. Um... <laughs> Well, you know what? I'd say a, a couple of surprises uh, for me uh, were Counter Spy. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, because of how that all went down at E3, I was exhausted. I kind of saw it and I kind of thought I knew what it was and was just like, oh, all right, let's look at it. I, I know what this is. And it wasn't what I thought it was at right, all. Right. Um, and, but but just that and the fact that it is cross-platform across all three platforms and iOS and Android. Yeah. Which blew me away. And the way they do it and the way that, you know, it's procedurally generated and all this cool stuff. It's the art style, everything. It just it really grabbed me. That and right next to it at E3 was Entwined. Yeah. Which kind of came out of nowhere. And I don't play that enough. Um, but that's another one that went cross-platform. Yeah. And was just suddenly available that night. Oh, guess what? Hey, here it is on stage. And go to the PSN. You can get it right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, everybody else could. We were sitting in a building that had no connectivity whatsoever. So yeah. thanks a lot. Um, but I thought that was really fantastic. And it, it's just a really neat story that it was those students that put it together and, and made the game. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, another one that surprised me that, that just kind of came out of nowhere, um, was never alone. Um, that's the one that's, it's not out yet, but that's the one, uh, that I saw in New York. Right. Um, from the, uh, um, native Alaskan people, um, that are putting this whole thing together, uh, with a small developer in New York and, they've been working on this game for a while now and it's, it's really delving into the myths and, and the culture of these people and putting together this really cool story. Yeah. Um, and the, just the art style and the play style. It's, it's a really cool game so far from what I've seen. I don't know if, uh, MJC talked to you about it, but he actually saw it at PAX too. Did he? Yeah, he got to play it at PAX. Yeah, I know um, 
uh, Hannah and Dina got to see it, or at least Hannah did, and she absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's a, she it's was really so excited. Cool. Looks, looks neat. So um, that's one I hope really gets a lot of attention when it comes out uh, because it really deserves it. I think. Um, so I think those were some of the ones that uh, that kind of surprised me and and grabbed my attention over the past year. Uh, one that really stands out for me is when I got to see uh, Batman Arkham Knight at GDC. Uh, it was a private session. It was only like six or seven of us, seven of us in the room, and I missed the Project Morpheus session when they announced it and unveiled it. I missed that to see Batman, and just how much it grabbed me and. It was one of those games that you're like, holy shit, this is next-gen. I mean, this is one of the few games that really shows what you can do on these new systems. And, you know, I'm a Batman nut anyway. It, it really grabbed me. My my jaw was just on the floor. Um, that one really stands out for me. Uh, the It's not a game in particular, but uh, just how much awesomeness it was to be able to have four people at E3 this year. Um, that was just... Sweet, so I had to bring that up because that was great. Um, trying to think, I mean, just the amount of games we saw at E3 too. I mean, Mortal Kombat X really took me, even though it scares me a little bit because it looks like it's going to be complex. Um, how good Bloodborne looked compared to you know like the past games this team has done, where it hasn't really been about the visuals; it's been about the gameplay and everything else. And now, how good it looks. Uh, trying to think, I mean, Vita. I play my Vita all the time, and I can't bring up one specific thing about it. It's what's so weird about it. Because <laughs> I play MLB on it a lot. You know, MLB The Show on, on PS4, holy crap. I mean, the fact that they got everything pretty much feature complete except for uh, the, the music stuff was just awe-striking to me uh, when yeah. I went out to San Francisco and saw that. Uh, and I play it still. You know, I, I play quite a bit, and, and I've been working on my road to the show again, and you know the whole cross save thing, where which we could do before, but um, you know with PS4 and Vita now, where I can just go back and forth with it. I can take the Vita on the road, work on my road to the show, bring it back up. It, it's just awesome. Well, I love that you're going to be able to take that right to the next year's version. That's the other thing where they finally, after so many years, are That's allowing huge. you to carry things over to the next year. It's and, astounding. And, well, it's funny because. The guys working on NHL asked me yeah, about I was that. There. that was How many years ago was that? Yeah. Yep. Three years ago, they asked me, would that be something you would like? And I freaked <laughs> out. I was like, that's all I ever wanted. <laughs> you know? I wish I had a picture of you when they asked you that because I was standing behind you when they asked, I heard them say it. And your jaw just like goes all the way down. You're like, that's what I want. Yes. But the thing is, the, it's not just you. That's what all sports fans want yeah. from these games. And, and it is. But, MLB but, did it finally, which is awesome. Well, that's the staggering thing, that somebody from EA brought that up in 2011, and yep. nobody at EA followed through on it. Yep. But here it is on MLB, coming out of a Sony studio, you know? it's That amazes me, that with... And, and you know... I guarantee if they still had competition in Madden, oh, yeah. in, in the NFL, in, in all these games, if they still had like good com- – because none of them actually have any competition. No. The NBA 2K has no competition from EA. 
Madden's not out yet. You don't know that. <laughs> Madden is locked out anyway. Yeah. FIFA kind of has competition with uh, well, Pro Evolution. Raj really liked Pez last year. It yeah, it is good, but but still, they're they're not. Neither of them is doing it, which is kind of a surprise. Um, yeah. But I hockey think, has I, I, no competition. I, I do actually that, think that some of uh, some of the reason that this isn't pushed very much is probably the marketing department saying, well, if you do that, it, it's so backwards. And I've heard this for in a couple of other instances. Like, well, then people won't want to buy the next one. They're like, what? What are you talking about? If we do this, they would buy it. That's exactly why you yeah, would it. Yeah, it makes no sense. Because, I mean, there are some people that will stay with a game for a couple of years and not get it every year so they can continue on in the, their uh, career. Yeah. I you mean, know? if I can carry my career over, because that's the biggest pain in the ass, especially with a baseball game. Yeah. Uh, if you're playing a 162 game season, and <laughs> you're trying to get through the season, and you have limited amount of time, say you're halfway through the season, and the next game comes out, and you're like, oh, "I have to start all over again." Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't want to do that. It would be great. Like with NHL, a couple of years ago, I had my goalie. And I was working my way through the minors, and I was having this great time, and I had finally made it to the NHL, and the next one came out. And I was like, do I really want to start all over again? Yeah. And go back to the go back to juniors, try to make a team, get sent down to the minors, go through this all over again. Like, it was fun when I was doing it. It was exciting because I felt like, you know, this is what it's like for a player. Right. You, you're in juniors, you go through the draft, it's exciting, you get a team, you have to work your way up to the, to the, you know, to the big team and yeah, you yeah. really have to work at it and get there. And then if you make the playoffs, oh, how far can you get in the playoffs and you lose and you have to wait till next year and try to do it all over again. And if you have to just quit and start that whole career all over again from scratch every year. <laughs> it kind of sucks. And and that that's it, even more surprising now that I'm saying it out loud and thinking about it because they've shown that well, I guess the ultimate team stuff is the most popular on there, but the the be a pro modes especially on on MLB is one of the most popular modes. Road of the show, I think somebody said is so ridiculously popular on MLB compared to the other modes. Um, like the percentage is just huge. And that's why when it does the install, after the initial install, that's why it takes you into Road to the Show because like 80% of the people, that's where they're going anyway. Yeah. So when the other stuff is installing in the background, it's no big deal. So that's the thing. And and I get the feeling it's like that with a lot of the games um, because that's everybody's fantasy. You know, you're playing these games and you want to be that guy. You want to be the guy, you want to work your way up, and you want to be on the team. You want yourself on the team, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's the excitement of it. And it's just staggering. Like, I really thought that with the crossover, maybe it was something in their code for the previous generation, that it was something that they could not figure out a fix for, and they were locked into this code, and it was such a pain that when they did the switch over to the new generation, it would happen. Yeah. But Madden has come and gone. Two Maddens have come and gone on this generation, and it's not there. Nope. So I get the feeling it's just EA is not interested in it for whatever reason. No, probably not. It's probably low on the on the priority list, and unfortunately, that's the stuff that usually gets brushed away. That stinks. I agree. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, next part of this email. We're still in this email. <laughs> That's fine. It's only it's our last one anyway. Uh, let's see here. Since all the major gaming press events are over, what titles no. are you most excited for? What? Oh, we biggest disappointments. The, yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Hmm. Biggest disappointments. Uh, the fact that my friends list on PS4 is a fucking nightmare right now because we've <laughs> been adding so many people and it doesn't load well, well at all. I'll have to wait like 20 minutes sometimes for the, the friends list to not like freeze my system up. Hmm. They need to fix that shiz. <laughs> That's problematic. Um, I, yeah. I am a little disappointed in the interface for the PS4. I, I was right from the start. I, when they kept showing it off, I thought, well, that's interesting and all, but what happens when you get more than five games on there? Yeah. <laughs> we were saying that at the, when they revealed it. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. The first time we saw that or interface. No, no, no. They didn't like, show it at the reveal. They showed it at E3. But they showed the yeah. interface. Well, yeah. Those pictures came out, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and it was one of those things where you look at it and you're like, well, that's pretty and all, but in a practical sense where you have more than three games that fit on the screen and it looks all pretty, what happens then? Yeah. <laughs> and we've seen what happens then. It turns into a huge mess. Well, it's funny. Like I said, I use the voice commands on the PlayStation just so I can say library. So it pops over to the right. <laughs> but I don't need to go to the library because I've already got everything downloaded on there. Well, no. I When I uh, – like the new kills on my – oh, I played kills on this week too with the new maps. But um, when the new maps come out, you know, you have to go to the library to download them. And, and instead of scrolling all the way over, I say PlayStation library and it just pops right mm. over. So it's funny that I, I bitch so much about voice commands and everything else. But actually that part is easier with voice. So <laughs> – I agree. I, I really want to be able to categorize those games. I hope they do that with 2.0, but I haven't heard anything yet. And I think as as part of all that, the, another big disappointment is the fact that it's a 500 gig hard drive for everybody, for the Xbox well, One and the PS4. Yeah. And if you get more than five or six games, suddenly you're going to run into trouble real quick yeah. where you have to make a decision. Do I delete this stuff and then re reinstall it? Do I, you know, what do I do with it? Or do you get a bigger hard drive? Well, I also think that something that was promised or, or talked about with, with the PS4 and how it quote unquote caches the stuff on the disc compared to how everything is in quote unquote installed on the Xbox one. You know, they talked about on the PS4, how, if you didn't use that data for a certain amount of time, it would automatically delete itself off the hard drive. And I don't see that happening ever. I don't want that to happen. No, but they were talking about that, and that was supposed to be one of those things that would kind of clean that hard drive off for you every now and then. Because if you haven't played a game for a month or two, you're probably not going to play it anymore. They're making that assumption they would delete that data. Not your save games or anything, but it would delete that cached data from the disk that got installed on the hard drive. Yeah. And, and that doesn't happen. And I... Personally, I don't ever want that to happen because if I then want to go back to that game like a month, two months from now, I go, oh, yeah, I want to play that. And then all of a sudden it's gone and I have to reinstall it. I'd be pissed. I would. That's sure. me. All right. No, no, but you're you're a little bit different than some people. I mean, and, and I'm the same way. I I like to keep everything on there as well. And that's why I put the bigger drive in. 
Um, I like have you know, look at my PS3 with a, a huge hard drive in there. I've got tons and tons of games on there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to delete the stuff and re-download it because, quite frankly, the re-download process on PlayStation historically has been kind of shitty. Uh, finding it in the download list or going to the store to try to find it and then trying to find all the add-ons and get all those to work. And, oh, then there was an offshoot of that game, so you might have to download it from that side instead of this side. And oh. I don't want to deal with that. I just want to install it and have it on there. That I, that was something I forgot to bring up about the Vita. Yeah. Uh, two games. Uh, Motorstorm. Oh, RC or whatever? Yeah, Motorstorm RC. And what was the other one? Hang on. Motorstorm RC. I, I'm like, okay, I have that. And you go in there and it says buy it. And it says buy it. And there's like three different ways to buy it. Yeah. There's no way to get that free one that I already – or the one that I already have. Uh, which when it launched initially, it was a free download sponsored by Scion. Right. Yep. So I had to scroll through my download list and I had to go back two years in my download list, which that's half my list. I mean, it you was know, crazy. At that point though, I go to the web store cause that stuff is still listed on the web store. It's easier to get to on there and you can <sighs> just say download your PS Vita. It took me forever to find it and get to it. And it was that, and there was one other one that was like that. Uh, and I'm trying to see which one it was. I cannot tell off the top of my head. Uh, but there were two games like that that didn't show up like I actually owned them uh, in the store. Right. You know, it was asking me to buy them all over again uh, as if I didn't own them at all. And that was just, that was a huge, oh, Star Drone. Star Drone Extreme, because you cannot get Star Drone Extreme on its own anymore. You have to get this bundle or that bundle. It's part of like two or three different bundles. And because I don't own the other games in the bundle, there was no way for me to download it without going into my download list and scrolling and looking for it. Yeah. Which is kind of dumb. Yeah, I agree. So... There's a disappointment for you. <laughs> <laughs> customer service people. No, I think their customer service is actually really good. It's just, uh, you know, they, they need to tweak some stuff. And, and the problem is, like, the database for the PSN, for PS3 and Vita especially, is such, like, this old, fragile, like, 90-year-old yeah. man that's just teetering on the brink of breaking down. <laughs> and, and the... the <laughs> If you have PlayStation Plus and it's renewed, you'll know this. You'll see this if you go into your download uh, list. All the dates are the same? Uh, all, yeah, all the dates get screwed up because yeah. you, you know roughly when you got this game. Yeah. So you can you should be able to scroll to it and find it. Um, but what you'll find out is if it was part of PlayStation Plus, then <laughs> when it renews, it they all get redone with that renewal date. Yeah, as, they stamp a new date on it. As a download date. But the other <laughs> problem with that always was scrolling on the PS3, you would scroll fast and it wasn't like a, a static list. Like the list would sort of jumble as you were scrolling and you'd oh, start yeah. seeing stuff that you already saw before. So it was just it, – it was impossible to work with. It's, it's funny you bring that up because uh, last night – uh, our writer Jason Honecker uh, is doing the review for Tales of Zillia 2. But he wanted to see if I could take some screenshots for him. I said, all right, well, change your password on your PSN account, give me your PSN account, 
because I have the game here also, and I said, you know, I'll get on with your save file and we'll go through the stuff. Well, there's DLC. So then I had to go back in and find the DLC because it wouldn't load. Uh, so I had to go find the DLC. Well, then loaded back into the game, still didn't have all the DLC. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Well, then he's like, oh, well, there's some costume pack from the first game that works in this one too, so you probably have to find that. So I'm scrolling through his download list, you know, and, and I was seeing the same thing where, like, all of a sudden, like, I don't remember what the date was, like, October 13th. Everything had October 13th on it for, like, another yeah. page and a half. I'm like, what the hell happened? So, I mean, it took us a good, I don't even know, 40 minutes or something just to do this because I had to get all this DLC and I had to go find it all. Mm-hmm. And and then the PS3 list was even funnier because I downloaded two things. And then when I went to scroll down to the next one, the, the list reset on me and took me back to the top. <laughs> and i've got jason on skype and, and i've got the screen shared out and he's like are you kidding i'm like yep yeah it's, it's just a mess so it, it's handled better on the ps4 but it's still not perfect but the library thing is is a huge change except for kills on those maps oh what a pain in the butt it is the library it's a it's a good change and yeah, yeah i yeah. agree um did I give a disappointment? Yeah, I did. I'm pretty sure I did. All right. Uh, and then what titles are you most excited for in the upcoming year for each platform? Um, very, well, I'll just say this because I haven't played it enough. Blah, blah, blah. I'm still very excited for Drive Club. Um, very excited for Uncharted 4 to see more of that. Uh, very uh, excited for, well, PS3. I don't really know if there's anything else I want on there that's coming. I don't think they've really announced anything that I want that's on PS3 anymore. PS3 is becoming the PSP now. Where it's going to be nothing but strategy, RPG, you know, NIS America, uh, Atlas, Xseed. It's going to be all that stuff. Well, and that's cool if oh, those are is, games yeah. you're into. Because we've been seeing a lot of those coming this past year. Yeah, definitely. It's It's actually really cool. There's some great stuff there. Um, Vita, I haven't really paid attention to Vita much lately in terms of what new is coming because I've been so focused on the other stuff. Um, because there's some smaller titles coming for Vita that I'm really excited for, Raise the Dead, um, which got funded, by the way. So, uh, if you guys were a part of that, congrats. Uh, they did really well, so good for them. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of Vita right now. Uh, because we saw a ton of games at E3. Yeah. I just can't focus on anything right now. Yeah, PS4, I mean, there's some, obviously, a new Gran Turismo I would love to see. Um, Yeah. PS3, though, I I just don't think there's going to be anything else for it. Unfortunately. It's just, you know, there's still a lot being made for it, but it's not stuff I'm really interested in. Hmm. Um... Okay. For well, no wait. What is coming for the PS3? Hang on. Um, Well, I'll tell you. All right, for Xbox One, obviously for me, I'm excited for the Halo collection. Um, I'm excited for Crackdown on Xbox One. That's about the only one I'm looking forward to. That could be cool. Oh, I think it, it, it has a lot of potential. But if it's like Crackdown Two, I can really care less. So I hope they went back to the original a lot more. Well, PS3 also has Borderlands, the pre-sequel coming. Yeah. 
uh, and the Kingdom Hearts 2.5 remix. Which it's not, it's not on my list. Well, I know. Yeah, but uh, I mean that's on somebody's list. I'm sure. Oh, sure. But he asked us. Yeah. Um. Well, I'd say the the, the Borderlands one definitely for me. Yeah. Uh, for the PS3 anyway. Um. Um. Let me see what's coming for the PS4. That's exciting. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight. I really can't wait for. Mm. Again, I think Mortal Kombat X is going to be amazing, but it just might be way too complex for me. Um. Yeah, my mind is just a jumble from all the stuff we saw at E3. I think Assassin's Creed Unity. Looks good. Should be fun. Well, there's that one coming out just for PS3. Isn't it like... Yeah. Is that one, the one called Unity? No, Unity's no. the... Unity's the PS4. Yeah, what's the PS3 one called? Damn it. I forget. Yeah, I don't uh, remember either. Shit. But the Little Big Planet 3. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that. I'm looking forward to uh, Tearaway on PS4. Yeah. That should be very good. Uh, volume uh, yeah. from Mike Bethel. Yeah, it looks neat, but it's not my type of game. I don't know if I'll like it or not. Uh, it's my type of game. Yeah. Um, Sons of the Patriots. It's always got to be interesting. Yeah, I think for the PS4, those are those are some of the big ones. Um, oh, Pure Solar. Um. That was the game that it was before before Kickstarter and all that. That's uh, the the Fancy Star uh, redo or something, right? No, it's it's a completely unique uh, RPG. Oh, but it came out for the Genesis. That's what it, it was. was. Yeah, that they yeah. did for the Genesis. Um, and it was one of those things where you know. Pay us fifty bucks now, and we'll get the game to you eventually. Yeah. Uh, and this was before Kickstarter and all that, you know, all those different things. So they worked on this game forever, and they finally put it out, and it was so cool because it came in this really nice box, Genesis-looking box, um, with uh, a Sega CD that had the soundtrack on it in stereo, like really nice soundtrack that you could put in and play with the game. Cool. Um, and a whole book and everything. It was just this beautiful package. Well, when Kickstarter came along, they said, oh yeah, guess what? Now what we're going to do is we're going to remake it, uh, for pretty much all the platforms out there. Yeah. Uh, and you know, depending on what you pay, you can back like certain platforms. Um, but if we hit all these goals, you know, we'll get it to all these different platforms. So it is coming to the Wii U. It is coming to Xbox Live and I believe PSN. Nice. It's coming to Dreamcast. Uh, yeah, they're doing a Dreamcast version of it. Yeah. Um, and I forget what else, but I'm really excited for that because it's a remake of that with you know better graphics and all this other cool stuff. But having that like on the PSN or even on Xbox Live or on the Wii U, like cool stuff they could do with the second screen. 
Right. Uh, I'm really excited to see what they've done with it because it's getting close. I just got an email for my address again. Nice. Uh, so I'm very excited um, that that's finally almost going to hit. Um, but they've been going back and they've been stamping out all the bugs they possibly can and they've been adding more languages to it and you know they've been doing all this extra work on it trying to make it the best pos- possible version of the game that they can right so i mean i'm fine with it i i didn't expect it to be out quote unquote on time anyway sure. so it's no big deal but it's that that i'm definitely excited for cool yeah, I can't really think of anything else. Caught me off guard with that one. I would have gone and looked up the list. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, as always, keep doing what you do. PS Nation is the best gaming... Po- oh, bullshit. Best gaming podcast on the interwebs because you're honest, informative, and aren't affected by corporate influences like some of the corporations out there, or competition out there. Loyal listener, main Terry, PSN is lethal aim 20. Actually, that reminds me. I got a tweet that somebody said, Josh, you got it wrong last week with the uh, IGN and the Patreon. Or pa- oh, the Patreon was. thing. Yeah, it wasn't Patreon an IGN thing. thing and, yeah. and I said, hey, I, I didn't know anything about it until Glenn said it. I, yeah. I don't know nothing. <laughs> I, said, but, I was wrong, yeah. Uh, so I said, but let me look it up. And I yeah, went I off last week and... It wasn't an IGN podcast. It was the IGN people that are doing it on their own. Yeah, and that's what okay. I said. I said, explain this to me because I'm kind of confused, and I think that's why we got confused with it, and I think probably other people are confused because I was always under the impression uh, – I'm not ragging on anybody here, so don't anybody freak out here. Yeah. <laughs> I was always under the impression that the Game Over Greggy show, the YouTube thing, was an IGN thing. I've been told, no, it's not. Are you talking about his little talk show thing? No, there's a game over. See, and this is why people get confused. (laughs) He has a talk show thing up at noon. That's on IGN. That is IGN. Right. He has his own personal YouTube channel where he does the game over Greggy show, which has nothing to do with IGN, but it's filled with all his friends, which are IGN people. Yeah. Which makes it confusing because then you think it's an IGN thing. Which is funny that IGN – see, I always get, get – I'm always surprised when – because you hear about like if somebody works at a site like that, like they're not allowed to really go out and do it on their own and, and it's kind of lightened up the last couple of years. It, well, it definitely has because yeah. this was his own thing and he always did it with you know the guys from IGN and whoever sure. else. And now he has switched that to this other thing that you were talking about last week oh, where okay. they're trying to turn it into uh, like a monthly thing where it's comedy. It's it's almost like a funny or die thing from what I understand. I could be way off on this, oh, but, but they're trying to turn it into something like that where they do more stuff and they want people to pay for it so that they can do more stuff with it. And ah, okay. that's all it is. So it, and it's not affiliated with IGN. It's just populated with people that work at IGN. Interesting. Hence the confusion. I'm surprised so, IGN lets that happen. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's whatever the, whatever yeah, IGN no, decides. More is, power to know, them. So. Yeah. 
So that was the confusion. It wasn't. Yeah, glad you brought that, that up because I totally forgot about bringing that up. Yeah, it wasn't that IGN saying we need money, which would be bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it makes sense. It's fine. No big deal. Yeah, whatever. Um, I just totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> Had to throw you off there. Uh, all right. Well, do we have anything else to talk about? I hope not. I don't. I, don't, I think we're kind of good this week. And the problem is, like next week, I don't know what I'm going to be able to talk about. Because I'm just going to be working on this one game. All right. Actually, that's not true either. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's wrap this up. If you want to get a hold of us with an email like that, you can do this, do so by uh, going over to psnation.com. Check out that Contact Us section on the left side. Just scroll down a little bit. You'll see that there. Or you can shoot us an email. And you can do that at podcast at psnation.com. Or if you want to leave us a voicemail that eventually we'll be able to use because my shit keeps breaking, I uh, can either leave us a voicemail on a regular phone line, which is 408-657-VITA. That's 408-657-8482. Or if you have Skype, just call WDT-TORGO. Leave it there. Uh, don't forget about our Facebook group and page. So go like that page and then go join the group. I think we're over... S- Let me look here. I think we broke a number. No, we're three away from 1,700. That's crazy. That's cray-cray. Uh, if you like to stream your podcast, you can find us over on Stitcher. You can grab that app for your mobile device or just stream it off the website. Uh, go to Stitcher.com. Go to the video game section. You'll find us there. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can check out all of uh, Josh's baseball pictures at PJF Josh, Or you can uh, follow the regular account at PSNation, uh, which we're getting close to getting up another big number there, too. You people are nuts. Just nuts. Uh, don't forget our podcast network over at VGEVO.com. You can check out all the great gaming podcasts over there. Uh, again, don't forget our our uh, website, which is PSNation.com. Uh, and if you go to PSNation.com, you can look on the left side. There's that little banner on the left side that says store affiliate links. And uh, that's how we pay the bills is you folks using those links to go buy stuff that you would already be buying. So uh, we've got links for, like like we said, Walmart.com. We've got one for TigerDirect.Canada. We've got uh, this beer supply place, which is pretty awesome. If you make your own beer, you can buy stuff from there and help us out. And also all the Amazon links that we have for a bunch of different countries. Uh, if you click on that link, go to the store. It doesn't change your pricing. doesn't change your experience. But whatever you buy, we get a little piece of that action every time you click that link to go to that site. So instead of going to Amazon.com, enter, uh, click that link bookmark it and whenever you want to go to like amazon hit that bookmark instead of typing it in you're doing less but you're helping us and you help us pay the bills and everything else um oh shit did we have any paypal stuff this week Ooh, i think we did let me look because i think we missed one too i think i missed one uh let's see here adam sloat uh he i don't have his info here but he emailed just make sure that we got it yes adam sloat Thank you very much for helping us out. Sorry I missed your uh, your uh, payment before. Uh, but you can do that. If you go over to the left side of the uh, website, go down to that Contact Us section, there's a little thing that says PayPal, and you can hit Donate. And the only reason we bring that up is a few people said they don't want to shop at any of those places, but they want to help us out. And you can just set up a monthly payment on PayPal. You can do a one-time thing, whatever you want to do. We really appreciate you folks doing that, seriously. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, and Speak then. Help. Yeah, it's, it it helps. Trust me, it really helps. Uh, we've also got one here from Martin Hinsley. He sent us twenty dollars. 
Awesome. 20 bucks. Holy crap. Uh, he says, you've driven me insane since around episode 20-ish. <laughs> You're insane for listening that much. Yeah. Uh, please make sure, may, or please make the nasty voices stop. Ha, hail, or hail baby Sutkin. Sudikin? Sudikin. S-U-T-I-K-I-N. I don't know what that means. That, hail, yeah, I'm lost. On hail it. baby Sudikin. Unless that's supposed to be something else, and he's just saying hail baby. <laughs> and then again, hail baby. Uh, but thank you, sir. 20 bucks. Holy shit. Uh, I'm sure Josh will make that sp- make me spend that on him somehow. I'm going to try. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, and then also Robert Cartwright set up a new uh, monthly payment. What the hell, dude? 15 bucks a month. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Holy shit. I'm starting to feel guilty here. Uh, I think that might be it for the week, though. So that's great. That is awesome. Thank you so much, folks. Holy shit. All right. Uh, I think I got through everything. So next week, who knows what we're going to talk about uh, because I can't talk about the game I'm playing and Josh is going to be playing it, too. So (laughs) no idea. But we'll think of something. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll come up with something Uh, because I really do want to watch that Stalingrad movie this week. So I want to get that done. Uh, until next week, though, Josh, you got anything else? Oh, uh, let me see. No. <laughs> oh, you're I, not going to try to draw it out to four hours this week, huh? Yeah, I have a review that I have to get through. Ah, uh, yes, the FIFA review. So tonight. So. And thanks to Raj for kicking so much ass, dude. He got that game on Saturday, and he got the review done like in a day and a half. So great job, Raj, and great job to the other guys too. I know our RPG guys, Jason and Andy, especially, are busting ass on RPGs right now because it's like RPG season. Um, so they're just getting games right and left. So, uh, thanks to all writers, seriously, uh, you guys rock. Uh, but until then get out there, play some games, have a great week. We will talk to you very soon. Don't forget extra life in a month, folks, get out there, start donating, open those wallets up and join our team. Bye. Bye. This shit again. Bye. <laughs> I have been watching a lot of TV, you guys, lately. I've been watching the show The Dog Whisper with Caesar Milan. Have you ever noticed Caesar Milan can't pronounce the channel he's on? <laughs> Hi, I'm Caesar Milan on the National Geographic Channel. <laughs> he's the dog whisperer, you know? He rehabilitates dogs and he trains people. I love this show, but I don't have a dog. So I tried all the tricks out on my girlfriend. (laughs) She'll say, honey, do you know what? (laughs) Honey, do you know what? (laughs) I am the dominant one. (laughs) I am the back leader. You want to go for a walk? (laughs) I'm single now. (laughs) Sir. So I had to get a dog. (laughs) I got a dog. Got a little dog. I thought getting a dog, it'd be a chick magnet, you know? The The only thing this dog is a magnet for is any woman over 80 years old. 
cutest. Look. Is it a dog? Yeah, it's a dog. Oh, my God. It's so cute. Me and Esther have been dating for about three weeks now. Sex is fantastic. And I did discover one thing all of us as humans have in common. Every person in this room has one thing in common as a human being. We all make the same sex sounds. Think about it. We all make what I like to refer to as the backward snake. The (laughs) sounds. Sounds familiar, right? And this sound is always followed by a yeah. Yeah. You can be by yourself. Yeah. You can be Asian. Hi. Latinos. I'm pregnant. White people, online portfolio. (laughs) Black people, is that your husband? 